0: Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Battle of the Backlog. I'm your host, Carlos, and I'm joined by Tyler. Tyler, say hi.
1: Hello.
2: Welcome back.
0: All right. And we have two really awesome guests. I'm really glad to have them on the podcast. Uh, First is a superstar, which means they were on a previous episode. Uh, Malachi. Malachi, say hi. Hey friends, and then we have a new person on the team. Someone I've been trying to find a way to sneak them in, and I feel like this is the perfect topic to get them for. It. And that's EJ. EJ, how
3: are you doing? I be straight chilling and peeing. <laughs> <laughs> he do be peeing. All right,
0: not the peeing part, but chilling. Okay, that's good. Yeah,
3: straight chilling.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so today we're gonna to talk about a little bit about a backlogs. So we're gonna talk. A little bit about um, what we've been playing and then get into a topic that I thought about recently and it's kind of like, I've been thinking about it a lot and I don't want to get everybody's opinions on it. So let's start with introducing EJ's tastes. Uh, EJ, you are a pretty prolific gamer, wouldn't you agree? Yes. Okay, cool. I've played games a while. Very true. G- gamer boy. <laughs> How... Can you, do you remember how you first started playing? Like, what was your, like, first gaming memory, essentially?
3: My first gaming memory was in a Walmart, no, in a Toys R Us playing R. I. P. on the N64. They had a Glover there. Oh, hell yeah. And I was playing Glover, and I got freaked out by Glover. Because <laughs> they kept pl- so they played the trailer in the beginning, and there was like this, the, the, doc, the, the guy cooking up in the cauldron, you know, cooking it up fat, and uh, he'd like do this thing, and he'd point the camera like shoot a spell, and that creeped me out. So <laughs> then I got over that, and I just played Glover, and I was like, wow, this game's actually kind of fun. I played Glover, and then I wanted an N64, and my parents got me an N64, and then I got Banjo-Kazooie and not Glover. So I played all Banjo-Kazooie like three times, and I never got Glover.
0: I feel like everyone has that experience with Glover. Malachi, did you play Glover? I have no
2: idea what you guys are talking about. You don't know
0: Glover? Oh, come on. It's like it's like this. Okay, so you're like you literally play as a glove, and you're like you have a ball, and you're and you're just this glove hand just like picking up the ball and just like bouncing it around. Or at one point you like jump on it and you're like, am I remembering this right? Yeah, you have your little fingers oh, and you is, walk you on just it. The
3: thing is, just a glove. but yeah. There was different kind of balls. So if you had to get across a lake. You'd use a glass ball, but if you had to get to the bottom of it, there'd be a bowling ball or if like a rubber ball, if you wanted to bounce higher onto something or like different, there was different balls you would use to get through certain situations. So the glove would just jump on the ball and then he'd roll it somewhere. So it was a puzzle game. Really. It was a puzzle platformer really. And you just had to use all these different kinds of balls, like a, a volleyball or a bowling ball, a glass ball, things like that to get through certain puzzles.
0: So you just took it, all this information and you were like, oh, this game's cool. I'm going to get Banjo-Kazooie.
3: I didn't know what I was going to get because my parents got it. it like, yeah, we saw this game because it was, you know, in alphabetical <laughs> order. So uh, you got Banjo-Kazooie.
1: <laughs> I mean, not a bad game to start
3: with. Yeah.
0: What if, what if you got, like, an earlier game? Like, what what is an alphabetically earlier game than Banjo-Kazooie you could have gotten?
3: I don't know. They just saw it and they liked it. To this day... If I'm playing anything, there's two ways I describe a video... No, three ways I describe a video game. It's either like Banjo-Kazooie, like Mario Kart, or like James Bond Goldeneye. Those are the only three games my parents know. If I'm (laughs) playing Need for Speed, I'll be like, this is like a realistic Mario Kart. And they're like, oh, I get it. And that's how the whole conversation goes.
2: Did your parents ever play video games?
3: No. My parents never got into it. My parents played... No, my parents liked Banjo Kazooie, and that's okay. why they know that game so well. Okay. And they oh. liked Mario Kart. And that was the only two games.
0: All right, so, so if they're if they're going alphabetically, you could have gotten instead of Banjo Kazooie, you could have gotten. I could have gotten Army Men. It could have gone Army Men, or you yeah. could have gotten Automobili Lamborghini.
3: Well, okay. So I'm really glad I got Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> a lamborghini lamborghini uh, mercy or something whatever you say
0: (laughs) okay all right uh so i feel like out of all the people i know you have a very particular style of game that you tend to go through uh, to go towards most and that's like online multiplayer games like i feel like you play the most of that so like Really into like Team Fortress Two. You're really into like, uh, like fighting games, yeah. Call of Duties, all them. So why, like, why in particular do you like multiplayer so much? Multiplayer games so much above like single player stuff.
3: Uh, I would say, I definitely like no no game will ever be the same if you play online. Sure. So I liked playing against people. I liked playing. I met new people mainly by talking a lot of trash, and that became fun. Uh I really enjoy talking trash, so why not play online games? I got I, yeah, I'm a big old toxic puddle of waste. It's pretty great. (laughs) So there's that. I play a lot of fighting games because I really like trying new things and then beating. It's just me and another guy. And then we just fought. Because, you know, my first experience with fighting games was Shaq-Fu. And I fell in love with them then. <laughs> I love Shaq-Fu. You love Shaq-Fu. Shaq-Fu was great. I do not know why there was a website determined to bury every copy of Shaq-Fu. <laughs>
1: There's a website for it?
3: Everybody hates Shaq-Fu.
0: It's a bad game. I don't know what to tell you, my man.
3: Oh, whatever. I got Sha- My friend had Shaq-Fu. I played it. I went to the arcades. I played a lot of Marvel. I met people and I played Marvel with them. Then i played killer instinct one i played tekken three and i was like i like these games and then you know i got into goldeneye and i was like i like these games i like playing against other people and then it just grew from there and then i just started playing team fortress i started playing counter strike source and i went to team fortress too and then you get to meet new people okay i don't know it's just don't get me wrong i still love single player games but i will definitely focus all my time on multiplayer games
0: gotcha understandable um Okay, on the topic of, of fighting games, does anybody remember like Double Dragon Five on the SNES? That was the no. that
3: was that side scroller beat 'em up.
0: No, 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 no. It was like because the series was a beat 'em up, but they made one game that was like a fighting game, and it was just like such a clear like trying to rip off Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. And I, that was, like, that was my first memory with fighting games. It was just, like, this really weird game. It was, like, back in Cuba. So, like, it was, like, a English copy. I didn't even speak the language. I didn't understand what the hell was going on. But I was still, I don't know. It was, it was, a, it was a weird thing. I, I don't expect anybody to remember it. Um, but, yeah, okay. All right. So, quick, don't think too hard about it. What are your, like, top five favorite games of, like, all time?
3: Top five games are Banjo Kazooie, mm-hmm. Jack and Daxter: A Precursor Legacy, Hell yeah, Mario Kart Double Dash, uh, Dawn of War, Dark Crusade, and then Warhammer 40k: Space Marine.
0: Space Marine is that high for you?
3: It is definitely that high for me. I've been that. G- I still play that game to this day. Damn.
1: He, he always talks about it we'll be it is it, it's a great
0: game it's it's one of those games that like i enjoyed it but i remember like thinking the whole time like man if they made a sequel for this it would be like the best thing ever if they just like yeah oh, no
3: they already confirmed they're not doing it yeah even though a, the, the the creative director had a plan and vision for everything it's not mm-hmm.
0: happening. i really like my dream sequel for that game would have been that instead of it just being one story that it was, like, this war across the galaxy type thing, and you follow different chapters. So you have, like, a like yeah. a chapter where you're, like, a space wolf, and you're, like, in the snow, and you have, like, a chapter where you're, like, blood angels, and you're in some desert planet, or you're, like, the salamanders, and you're, like, in yeah, their but home I, world. But I feel whatever. like if
3: they went that route, they'd have to explain a lot, but... Like there's a lot of people who don't know a lot about Warhammer 40k and even I know there's gonna be people who hear this Like I have no idea what that is and to explain it takes too long So if you're like, I just need to do something really quick You go with like the basic blueberries and you just choose like something basic Mm -hmm. Because Warhammer 40k is something I've been in love with since I was like in elementary school. Yep Because there's something about like oh, I love knights and demons and elves and magic and then like what if we gave them spaceships and jetpacks and I was like you guys You
4: got
0: me sold. It's it's (laughs) pretty (laughs) amazing. But that's that's what I mean is that like you don't need to have all this crazy lore like the Warhammer 40k universe. Like if you're just some like edgy teen, like you're gonna see a guy in a giant suit with like a laser sword, and you're gonna be like, oh, that's my jam right there. Like let me buy into it. And that's how I got bought into it because I saw you like when we were young, like you had a book and just these huge bulky guys with submachine guns and I was like, "Well, that looks rad. Let me, and let me chainsaw read that." Suits. And chainsaw swords. Yes, yes, they sometimes have chainsaw swords. But uh, yeah. All right, that's a that's a pretty good varied list. I actually didn't predict any of that. Oh, I also wanted to get your opinion on something. Uh, you out of all my friends, I think you're the biggest proponent of Paper Mario.
3: I love Paper Mario.
0: Right. And so the new one is coming out and I wonder if you've seen like the newest stuff about it and what your I thoughts are. I saw
3: some of it. I saw some of it and it didn't look bad. Like mm-hmm. the Origami King? Yeah. It's it's still Paper Mario and I'm going to play it. I'm definitely going to play it. Now, don't get me wrong, the last few have been a a They've little been pretty disappointing. Bad. Yeah. Cuz they're like, oh, you know. I mean, this one plays a lot like them from what I've seen. They still have, they still have the cool paper aspect of it, like you know, he stretches his arms out and he like take off tiles on the wall. I think it's really cool, and I'm gonna enjoy that. But I'm just definitely gonna miss. I'm gonna miss. I guess the world. Mm -hmm. If they just go with like another basic world like they went with in the previous one, I'm gonna be disappointed. But this one looks cool. Yeah, it seems the
0: the the very first couple Paper Mario's and Super Mario RPG, they really tried to create like, their own twist on that established Mushroom Kingdom-type universe and, like, create their unique characters. And then, like, it seemed like as they progressed, they were like, no, they they kind of, like, it feels like Nintendo kind of, like, disney fight it, where they're like, no, 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 you can't get creative. We have to use, like, Toad. We have to use Yoshi. We have to, like, use our specific things that kids can buy instead of just selling, like, whatever your O.C., fandom nonsense that you created by yourself yeah because that's what people hated the most about the last one color splash because instead of just having a bunch of unique characters it was literally just toads it was like there's this toad and there's that toad there's a firefighter toad there's a mayor toad there's an evil toad something something and i'm like Ugh, like can we have rock hawk back can we have coopers or whatever his name was coops coops yeah just so like shit like that and i mean it seems like they're kind of doing that here like they it's a new world but they're trying to get a little creative with it i just hope that the combat system isn't too weird
4: yeah i, I really like the design
3: fair. of like king ollie It's it like sister it is i thought it was cool and all like it was it was clever mm-hmm. and then like when they introduced bowser and he's just like a folded up piece of paper he's like i really thought <laughs> i'd just kind of like not be like this anymore <laughs>
0: Uh, Malachi, Tyler, do you have any experience with the
1: Paper Mario or Super Mario RPG series? I'd never played either of them. I've always wanted to, but mm-hmm. it just, I, it always fell out of my circle of interest and they look super cool now and I might, uh, I don't know if they'll probably port a Switch version at some point, but I'd be down, you know, okay. sure. I'll play anything to be honest. Will you? I'll play anything that you probably will suggest, but just a year later
0: will yeah will you it doesn't feel that way it, it really doesn't it's all about time mm-hmm. so where's when's when are you playing final fantasy 7 again i forgot
1: oh uh yeah so
0: malachi like, um like <laughs> so backlog uh you were here last time you had a you had a nice tight little backlog
2: uh have you touched that at all or you've been busy with other stuff I can 100% say that I have not played any of those games that I talked about (laughs) in the last episode at all. Damn. Um, I mean... I remember that it was like Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot, Gris. There was probably some Firewatch mixed in there, and I have not played any of that. I've spent the majority of my time playing Persona.
0: Okay, and we'll get to that. Uh, EJ, do you have a backlog... Of the stuff that you or did you already mention it
3: I haven't mentioned it yet but I do have one I've been playing okay and uh, my list consists of another Warhammer 40k game called Mechanicus mm-hmm uh, I've been playing the Fist of the North Star game the Lost Paradise which is basically just Yakuza but with more exploding bodies yeah cool. I love it so much <laughs> it's this, it is the, this, the breeze between my knees and I was playing vampire me <laughs> how how are you liking vampire vampire was actually- is actually kind of fun I enjoy it, and they have they have a it's fun it it the morality system's a little scared because uh it's like oh yeah you can earn experience just by fighting, but if you sucked up this old lady's blood that you're caring for in a hospital, you will gain a lot of experience so like, yeah you know yeah because you play as a hematologist, and I find that hilarious. A, hematolo- a hematologist, a blood doctor, gets infected, and he becomes a vampire. And he works in this like, hospital during the Spanish, uh, the Spanish flu uh, outbreak. And uh, he cares for these people in the hospital. Sometimes they'll get like headaches. Sometimes they'll have nausea. And you have to go through and make sure they're healthy. And then the healthier these people are, you know, the more they like you, and then they'll tell you about their problems and then you can help them out with their problems. And if you help them out with their problems and they really get to like you, you can uh, tell them, hey, you wanna talk to me out back and then you take them out back and you suck their blood and then you gain like four levels off of them. Or you could be a really nice guy and not do that. Because when you kill one, like there's only so many people and each person has their own life. And if you kill one person, everyone else is gonna get suspicious to be like, I think that person's a vampire. And then they'll start plotting against each other then there'll be more people roaming around at night trying to look for where these vampires are. Meanwhile, they still want me to come over and cure their headache. So it's pretty dope.
0: Yeah, I like I like the idea of that setting up where if you want to be a good person, you can't suck people's blood, but you need to suck blood to like level up and get stronger. So you just kind of end up just being kind of shitty. It's kind of like Bringing up Undertale again. Uh, in Undertale, it's the same kind of way where if you kill monsters, you'd level up, but if you try to be their friends, you just stay at level one, which I think is kind of cool.
4: Yeah, it's a mean... kind of
0: weird dichotomy.
1: I was gonna say like I've been looking. That game's been on my radar for a long time, and I can't. I think I brought it up to you, Carlos, and you're like, um, mm, no, nah, don't play it. And I was like, but it did I say good. it like it that? Was, was it you
0: or Eric? It was I. Dudes. The, the thing about it is that i played a little bit of it and it, the controls just feel a little wonky the dialogue between people just feels a little off it, it's kind of like life is strange but just because it's by the same devs so it's got that life is strange dialogue but just like a little more rough at parts i don't know mm. it's just like
1: no yeah i,
0: I don't it. know I, I i definitely should give it another shot I, I guys, really want to, I think to it's, is it, it
1: on the Game Pass?
0: I think it's still on Game Pass. Yeah,
1: because I, I wanted to give, I, I really did want to give it a try, because it's, it, like EJ was saying, it's super interesting on how it, like, you develop this relationship, and it really pushes a narrative in a way.
3: Yep. But, uh, yeah,
1: super cool. All
0: right, so Vampire, you'd recommend it?
3: I'd recommend it, especially if you like the Souls kind of games. The combat is very souls
0: Okay, cool. All right, uh, Malachi. Back mm-hmm. to that Persona beast. How's that going? Um, well, You're playing Persona Five specifically, not Persona Five Royal, right? Oh uh, no, I thought you. were I switched Royal. over to Royal. Yeah. You okay? So you literally stopped. <laughs>
2: you, I, this I is why it's 50,
0: taking over your life.
2: <laughs> I was fifty hours in on oh Persona Oh, God. 5, so I had played it like maybe a year ago, and I got like twelve hours in. I was really close to finishing Kamoshida's Palace. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know, it's not clicking for me. And then eventually, whenever Royal came out, I was like, maybe I'll give it another shot. And then all of my other friends, they started playing it. So I was like, now I feel compelled to play it. So I started, I got like 50 hours deep into it. I'm like invested at this point. Mm -hmm. And then the more and more I play and the more and more I watch streamers play Royal, I'm like, maybe I should just get Royal and i'm like battling myself the whole time trying to figure out is it worth going through another 50 hours of everything i've already seen before i mean with little bitty sprinkles of new things but still the core gameplay and everything is still the same so i decided to do that <laughs> so now i think
0: <laughs> i think with royal it, I, mean, I think in that aspect i think if i was in your shoes i would be tempted in the sense that i would get i would feel like oh i get a second chance to do all the proper activities in the right way instead of just like effing it up all the time? If
2: like, only just, like... I thought of it that way because whenever <laughs> I started playing Royal, I was just going so quick. I was like, I just want to get back to where I am mm-hmm. and I, I really wanted to play Royal because of the whole other semester and that like really enticed me. So I played a little bit of it on stream and every time somebody was talking, fast forward the whole time and I ended up getting back to where I was originally about, like Thirty hours. So at this point, I'm seventy hours into the game. It's a combined total of 120 hours of this game, and I think I'm just barely a little over halfway. But other than that, I love it, and I enjoy playing it every time I sit down to play it.
1: Okay. I enjoy watching you play it every time. <laughs> I had a question. Shoot. So
3: do you have you finished Persona Five yet, or are you still he's halfway on your first playthrough?
2: I'm still on my first playthrough,
3: because I I actually don't know what they added for Persona Five Royal, which is they
2: added like a bunch of new battle mechanics. They added an entirely new. Uh, there's a new um, character. I know a that new character. For sure. and there's a few new confidants. There's like a, I think there's like a few smatterings of things. They have like a new system where you can become closer, and your what's it called? I can't even remember the phrase. It's where you can, like, pass off the attack Con- to the next person. Oh, and baton pass? Yeah, bad. baton pass. So they get stronger. So you can go and play, like, pool or uh, darts. And that battle pass, that baton pass gets stronger, which I think is really cool. Hmm.
1: It's like wow. a lot of quality of life stuff, right?
2: For sure. Playing the game, and they also made some of the boss battles a little bit harder. <laughs> yeah, I th- I- they added, like, right. new...
3: Stages or whatever to some
0: boss mm-hmm. fights, right?
3: For sure. Well, that's not something I need because I play the game on hard. So,
0: <laughs> oh wait, well, have, have you played Persona Five yet, EJ? Yeah,
3: I've played it. I own it. I got I got the game when it came out, so I got the controller thing. So, like, you take out this wrapping inside, and then you can wrap your controller so it's like this nice Persona Five thing. Oh,
0: did you beat it or, or did you just? No,
3: because uh, <laughs> I'm playing it on hard.
0: Just okay. Here, all right, let's just put this. All right, let's just sidetrack real quick. What is your deal with hard games? Because I feel like, out of all my yeah. friends, you play the most hard games. Or not we even like that. You challenge. play, you go above and beyond and you put things on the hardest difficulty. And I mean, like, I like challenge too. But you do it to a point where I feel like you're going to break your PS4. So I think it... I have the answer. It's because he's a sadist, for sure. That's a masochist. You got it backwards.
3: My f- yeah, sadist yeah. is I like inflicting pain. Masochist? No, I just, I don't know. Because I, at first I like the challenge, but then it gets to a point where I can't enjoy stories. Because I'm right. so frustrated playing the game, I'm trying to beat something, and I miss, like, a story element. But I'll still try my best to 100% a game. So, like, I'll play a game on realistic. Like, I beat the Four Honor campaign on realistic, which means there's no, like, directional things, and you gotta fail. <laughs> like, but I was like, I, I hate me. Like, I do that in all my games. Like, Persona 5 is unforgiving, because you still yeah. have, like, a time limit of, like... Well, we got six days. We're gonna get expelled. I'm like, well, Jesus, day five, and I don't even know where anything is, and uh, everyone hates me. So it's like, oh, I can't, I can't enjoy a game, but I also want. I I'll start a game, and I'll see it. I'll put it on normal, and it'll go pretty well, but I won't feel good. I just don't feel good.
1: Did, did you ever play Doom Eternal?
3: Yeah, no, I
1: play the first Doom. Okay. Uh, you should. You should totally play Doom Eternal. Do that Nightmare. I'm telling you, if you really want to hate yourself, that's that's your go-to. Oh, yeah. You'll, you'll get there.
0: That. And then you can do Ultra Nightmare and then really hate yourself. See, well, that's what
1: I'm saying. Ultra Nightmare doesn't even make it that much harder. You just can't save. Mm-hmm. That's just fun. The you know, uh, strong pass. But, okay. Back to
0: Persona 5. Um, I You know, I've, I have this, like... I liked Persona 5, but I felt like after I played it, there's just something about how long it was, and, like, I I tend to like things that end really well the most, and when things don't end really well, even if I had, like, a generally good experience with it, it always, like, I feel like it'll leave, like, a bad taste in my mouth, and I felt like that was always my experience with Persona 5, where if it had, like, uh, if it had just ended a little bit shorter, like, I feel like, you're not there yet, so... I can't really get into it, but if it had ended like one palace earlier, I feel like it would have been more, I wouldn't have like, I felt just so exhausted by the time I got to the end. I was just like, God, I just want this to end. Please, Jesus. I'm at 130 hours. Like I need this to end. They did the
2: exact opposite. They were like, Oh, let's add more.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And I don't know. Like I, I wonder if maybe like playing the Royal version if I give it, like, another shot, I'll be able to f- forgive some of the weird faults I... Or weird problems I have with that game. But, I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll get back to you once you beat it. And if you really are, like, through the moon about it by the end. Especially this new semester. Because, like, I can't tell how that could possibly not ruin the pacing of it. Because it's, like... Because it ends at the end, last semester... And then there's, like, a big ending that's kind of like, okay, it's over. But to add another six months or something in this weird, like, epilogue. Like, I wonder how that... How does that work? How does that not ruin the ending you're trying to do? It's like... I don't know. It's like ending, uh, like, Return of the Jedi with, like, an additional 45 minutes. But they're just hanging out. Like, they're just, like... in Endor just, like, drinking every day. Just like, oh... I think I'm gonna to go to the beach today. What do you think, Han? Like that's the impression I get, but hopefully it's not exactly that. So you'll just have to let me know.
2: Do you know whenever I'm in a uh, hundred and eighty hours deep. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, oh well. another another weird question. Um have you gotten a conf- have you gotten a confidant to level ten yet?
2: Yes, I got Ryuji on Kawakami and i think that's it i may have got oh i got the speaker like the political guy okay. his name i can't remember
0: so when you get their personas to level 10 and they evolve can you unevolve them
2: i don't think so because i'm pretty sure if you like get to the end you get to like level 10 with someone and let's say you romance them there's like no way to go back on that mm-hmm. so i think you're stuck with it
0: well, my, my one of my gripes with the game was that I loved the, all the teammates' persona design, but I hate their evolution design. I think they're mm-hmm. all terrible. Like, I love, like...
2: Uh, Captain Kid.
0: Yeah, I love Captain Kid, but then he, like, turns into, like, a Sun Wukong clone with, like, a big stick, and I'm like, what the hell is this? I like the pirate. Or you get, like, a uh, motorcycle girl. I forgot her name.
2: Makoto. Joe Makoto.
0: I love her persona, where she's literally riding a motorcycle and she's doing like wheelies to do attacks, and then it just turns into a robot. And I'm like, come on, man! Like that's lame. I liked her riding a motorcycle. That's it's just doofy. Ugh. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, Persona Five Royal. Recommend yes. Big recommend. Pretty cool. Okay. Cool. Tyler, you played Playtale Innocence. I did what a ride what okay what i'm sure i'm sure ej doesn't know what that is so could you explain to a good friend what plague tale innocence is about um uh, it's Wait, that
3: was a game you're uh with the two kids right yeah that was just go
1: with the bit just go with the, the bit uh, oh i've
3: i've only seen bits and pieces explain
1: uh man it's uh it's a ride it was a it was a wild mm-hmm. ride it's it's a narrative game that you kind of just it's just basically kind of cookie cutter, sneak around, distract guards and whatnot. But what's like the plot? Like what's it about? So you, you play as this girl. She, these, it's a French family living in a high-end manor with servants and everything. And then just one day they're the protagonist. I cannot for the life of... I'm not going to butcher her name, so I'm not even going to try. But... um, Was it like Amelie or something? It's something like that. But it was, it was very French. And it was... And it was very unique. So we're going through the woods in the very beginning, trying to just, you know, explore, doing whatever, and you find this hole in the ground, and it eats your dog. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And you're like, is this like some sort of like demon gateway type deal? And, you know, it's all rat-based type thing, but it, it really just it does such a good job immersing you that you kind of forget everything you know about the game prior and it just sucks you in like it really does like i i was a little worried at first just by the mechanics and i was like i've played like five of these games already like what's going to make this thing unique and it's like stuff evolves and i'm not going to spoil any of the story but like it's just like i need to protect these kids these these are my children
0: i'm not going to let them down so you, you would say it was definitely emotionally impactful. Like you really got connected to the characters or were you just like going along for the ride?
1: Um, I would say I was connected. I, I think the ending wasn't really all that impactful mm-hmm. in a way. It, it was, it was interesting, but I will say like, there are definitely some hooks in there. And then the kid that's not even, cause it, it's a story about the, the girl and her brother, right? Right. And you're taking care of the brother as the older sibling and you as you go on you kind of adopt this other little child in a way and he's a little bit older but you're just like these are my boys i gotta keep my boys safe and it it really does a good job at like making you want to protect them but towards the end they kind of take that away from you because it's no longer about that it's just defeating the big bad and it is directly coordinated with the boy becoming the powerhouse, in a way.
0: Okay. How did you, do I feel like this game, from what I played of it, I feel like the closest it's trying to ape is something like Uncharted, would you say that's accurate? Uh,
1: I would say I just started the Nathan Drake collection, as you requested that I do. And um, yeah, so far I'm getting really similar vibes, except for the, there's, no real climbing cutscene types. Okay. There's very little cinematic interactive cinematic scenes, I
0: should say. Okay. Do you think just uh so like mechanically this is kinda like you're trying it's got like kind of like a puzzle platformer where you're trying to get from point A to point B and avoid like these swarm of rats that are like taking over the countryside and stuff, yeah. right? And yes. then there's also like stealth elements. Do you mm-hmm. think those bits work well, or were you just kind of hitting a point where you're like, I'll get through this just because I want to get through the story, because the story's compelling?
1: I do think that the level design really does kind of do a good job in making, forcing you to really think about the puzzles. So I would say the gameplay is probably some of its—I mean, not the direct gameplay, but the problem-solving is really interesting and it's really unique, because it's not just one or the other. They blend the fact that you're trying to avoid the hazard, which is the rats, and then avoid the, I guess, the villains, which are the you know, the soldiers, the Inquisition soldiers, and them both working in tandem against you, yet you can still kind of make them work against each other, was really kind of neat. Okay. A, lot of, a lot of the... A lot, there are a lot of... I don't think I was ever particularly frustrated, I should say at like the mechanics getting in the way of solving these puzzles. I cool. think it was the opposite. I think there was a lot of puzzles where I was like, wow, that's really neat. I never would have thought of using it this way.
0: Gotcha. That's that's cool. I that was actually, because I, I mean, I didn't get much of a good impression from just like, I think I only played the first hour or so, but um, okay, yeah. I was kind of worried that it was going to feel like those elements were going to feel kind of like in Spider-Man. There's like the sections where you play as like Mary Jane or Oh, right. And it's like it's like it's stealth, but like really you're just kind of walking around and very like slow down.
3: It's, yeah.
0: It just yeah, feels it's like it's very down. obvious when you're supposed to move, and it doesn't really feel like a good stealth game, like everything. But the way oh, you're right. describing it feels like this is actually
1: like, As you, ha- like you have to know just knows. think a little bit. There's no slowing down the lightning bolt, <laughs> can't you, you can slow down the lightning bolt, can't catch the goes. lightning bolt. <laughs>
4: Mm-mm
0: classic that little boy's quick so yeah uh plague tale uh do do, is does the ending set up a sequel
1: no i wouldn't say so okay it's It's a weird name
0: then because it feels like like i said yeah it's it's a name title innocence Innocence. so i feel like it's trying to do a series but i haven't really heard anyone talk about
1: if they did i would be very surprised because it's very shut and closed ending Mm -hmm. but i mean i would be open to a sequel whether or not, and based on the reviews, like a lot of people really liked this game. Yeah.
3: if they were to do a sequel, I don't know if it'd be around the same characters though. Probably, no, I, I would imagine
0: yeah. it would be like different characters in or the somewhere same else,
1: scenario. Somewhere yeah, else maybe a different part of the world. Yeah, like, like oh, here's yeah.
0: them in Germany. Here's them in England. In Britain, yeah, I think so that, that would that be that would really cool. Be cool. Okay, so yeah, Plague Tale sounds pretty rad. Uh, Strongly okay. recommend. Everyone went, so now it'll be me. And the game I wanted to bring up was something I beat that I'm really I'm really glad I finally got around to it. It was one of those things where like it's one of those games that you just like once you beat it you're like you just feel this weight over your shoulders. Like something that's just like been in the back of your mind for years. It's just gone. And that is uh The Last Guardian.
1: Oh, so, really? Yeah. Guardian. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know you were playing
0: that. Yeah, so really? I I got this game. I, I mean I remember when this The trailer first dropped for this game in 2008 and just me thinking like oh man this game looks so rad like you're gonna be this boy you got this griffin and you're gonna kill a bunch of knights uh and then you know if those are not familiar like this game is by the people who made Shadow of the colossus and eco and they're really like powerhouse team that just makes phenomenal games and they have just been working on this thing for like what 10 years like eight years it's been a long time and they were just like quiet and quiet and quiet until it was supposed to come out for the PS3. And then it was announced at E3 for the PS4 for in like 2016. And it just felt like such a long way. And I don't know why. I, I wasn't even that excited for the game itself. I think it was just so many people that I knew were so hyped for this game to finally come out that I pre-ordered it. Just like based on their opinions. And I got it. And I played I'd say like half of it. But then I got really distracted by another game. I think it was like Final Fantasy XV came out that same time. And I just like dropped it. And I was at this point where I was like, I got halfway. I was kind of like Malachi. I was like, I got halfway. But I feel like if I try to pick this up again from where I left off, it's going to be really weird. So I have to restart it. So I have to be at a point where I feel comfortable just like restarting this game from the very beginning. And I don't know, how, I think it was basically like a YouTuber I really like said they were going to make a video about this game and how it's one of their favorite games of all time. And so I wanted to play the game to uh, be ready for that. Like, I'm, I don't know. I, I feel like for me, like, I really, the thing that motivates me the most is just having some, like, external uh, discussion waiting for me that makes me want to consume some piece of media like watching a show or watching a movie or playing a game like do you guys ever feel that For like like
3: are you saying like a
0: like you like you want to play like you basically are being motivated to consume something just because you want to be like part of a discussion or like enjoy some other i've definitely
3: done that a lot
0: like what do you have any memories examples
3: i think my biggest example it was something that I, – I played Dark Souls just to tell people I don't like Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> I do that quite often because I'm I'm not a cynical or jaded person. Sure. But I just – there's just some things I'm just like, I have to understand why people like this. Mm-hmm. And then I mm-hmm. played Dark Souls and I was like, I'm not a big fan. They're like, oh, you got to play Bloodborne. Then I played Bloodborne. And I was like, oh, this is a little better, but – i'm not gonna play this 50 times
0: it's like, interesting that you're a guy who likes a challenge but you don't like the dark souls games
3: i didn't like the controls
1: yeah there's mm-hmm. a difference between like a genuine challenge and uh this game just don't work yeah, <coughs> the dark souls and, and then way... uh
3: the Whoa, dark dang. souls way of teaching you is to kill you and i was like what this is not effective it's like Man, this like... isn't a school of hard knocks this is
1: this is ridiculous. Like, how am I supposed to know that there's a ladder hidden behind me to jump on this demon? Am I supposed to die the five feel... times until I try to run away?
3: It's like, oh, if you stand here, you'll die. Oh, how'd you figure that out? Oh, you stood there. It's like, oh, <laughs> thanks, Dark Souls.
0: But do you, okay, so you don't like Dark Souls, but did you come away understanding why people like Dark Souls? I came
3: just... away, I really liked the world. Uh huh. The, the way they describe things like everything had you know story attached i didn't think of it as a story driven game and the story's okay but it's still a pretty decent you know experience it's not the best thing i won't join like this dark souls train of you know deus vault and whatever or praise the Sun, <laughs> but you know i understand
0: yeah okay i i i appreciate that i remember I, I knew a guy who like a year ago he told me like he was like oh uh What's that show on Netflix? 13 Reasons Why. He watched. Oh, he said, geez. "I I think 13 Reasons Why sucks ass." And I'm like, "Oh, well, did you watch the show?" And he's like, "Yes, I watched all two seasons just to prove that I hate that show and nobody can call me out on it." No, that's <laughs> exactly like, "You know what? what I, I respect
3: that. I really do." I, I, I don't really feel something. right if I talk if I talk trash on something. I'm never going to just be like, "Oh, I don't like this." Just because I don't like it and because I just want to be cool. Like no, that's weird. I, if I don't like something, I'll g- explain why.
0: It would be it would be cool if more people were like that. Honestly, yeah. I don't or they not just and shut saying, the fuck Last,
3: up. Last of Us Two sucks because Last of Us Two sucks. It's like okay, I don't like Last it's of Us babe. Two. But I didn't like Last of Us One. There, mm. you, go. there <laughs> you go. Fair enough. <laughs> have have I the story was hit or miss. The combat wasn't that exciting. I played Last of Us 1, and I got to the end, and I was like, I hate this game. I was like, (laughs) I hated that ending. And then everyone was like, oh, if you... And then I was talking to a buddy, he's like, oh, yeah, if you play Last of Us 2, it starts off real interesting, and then, you know, it just escalates from there. And I was like, yeah, but I don't know if I'd spend $60 on it.
0: You know, it's funny, because I remember you were the first person to tell me about the ending, and I was in agreement with you. I was like, yeah, that does sound really dumb. But, I mean
3: the but way then... they describe the whole game like the whole game you build this bond between the two characters and you're supposed to see that bond grow and you see why you know why Joel treats ellie this way because you know of his past and then things they go through and then they get to this point it's like yeah you just gotta you know do this and everything will be right and it's like you know you're supposed a normal person would be like this relationship is strong but i'm like but in the long run you know Sure. I guess
0: that's my problem. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not your problem. I think it's perfectly see what you're fair saying. to yeah. dislike Last of Us. I, that's fine. But then uh, there's okay. also
3: people like, oh, what are you doing for me if you're in that situation? But we're not getting into that.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, okay. that's that's semantics at this point. Yeah. All right. that's, back, that's to, back to Last Guardian, though. So, yeah. I wanted to play this game because... Well, I wanted to, like... I finally got the push. Like, you know what? I will beat this game. And I will get through it and watch this video. And I'm really really freaking glad i did because this game is really one hell of a unique experience uh compared to other team eco games because uh so like basically the plot of this game if you're not familiar is that you are this little boy and you just like wake up one day with these weird tattoos on your body and you wake up next in like this giant like Carved cave like you feel you're in some dungeon or something and you wake up next to this giant uh, Creature named Trico and he's like a, He's like a cat with a griffin and a monkey all just kind of like mish together into this weird creature that they just call a Trico and It starts off that you're just kind of like this awkward boy and you try to befriend the creature at first who doesn't like you because he's been stabbed he has like spears sticking out of him and he's massive he's huge he's like the size comparison is like the girl and clifford the big red dog essentially that's the closest way i could call it um that thing is freaky looking he, he is freaky but he's so he's so strange and unique that you learn to really appreciate him as like A creature like multiple times you just kind of get lost in it and you realize that he's not just like a piece of AI he feels like a real living monster that you might find in the world like hidden in some cave somewhere and it's all about like you never really control this creature yourself you are kind of just like moving around this environment and you can kind of like holler at him to like make him do things and then as your like relationship evolves you learn to kind of trust each other more because he's really he really acts the, the, the closest to an animal that he acts to is like a cat like he kind of like acknowledges that you're there but he's like well I'm gonna do my thing it just happens to that his thing and your thing are both trying to get out and so you're basically like going through this giant environment This like this beautiful place that uh, it feels like a freaking, what's the way to describe it? Uh, it's like a Malaysian, like Eastern Asian, like ruins essentially. Like these beautiful, like intricate, in- intricate, ma- massive structures. And you're just like going through each one. And it just feels like... it doesn't even feel real. Like these, these buildings are just so massive that you can't even see the bottom. Like, the, the whole floor is just, like, covered in fog. And it really feels like... Like, the platforming in this game, it feels so... Even though it's hard to fuck it up, kind of, like, Uncharted, it doesn't feel like you're just kind of going through the motions. It feels like every jump could be your last, because you're just, like, this little boy, and the controls are not... They have this weird, like feel to them that doesn't feel as organic or natural as like a regular platformer and it just feels really cool uh uh tyler how familiar are you with this game
1: not at all i think i've watched a youtuber play through half of it Uh uh-huh and it was it looked interesting though i just i felt like it wasn't my type of game but wouldn't uh, you say that like I mean, isn't Shadow of the Colossus like one of your favorite games of all time? I've never beat Shadow of the Colossus. Really? Yeah. I, I, sworn. I have the PS you I think you, you came over to my house and I was playing it and uh-huh. I was like but I was playing the PS four I think it was the H D remake. But then uh-huh. the controls weren't ported right. And I'm pretty sure you made you'd commented and I'm like, dude, I'm having the hardest time playing this game. And you're like, Oh this is the this is the port. It's people've been complaining about it forever. So I've been just mm. kind of, I, I, I got to the first Colossus, I, I defeated the first Colossus, and I think I was about to head towards the second one, and I was just like, I just, I can't do it. Well, that, and I moved out of that apartment, so. I, haven't had to, it, I need to get to do it. I, it's on my backlog now. Okay. It's a great game. It looks, it's, I will be the first person to say the game looks wonderful. It I actually weird. haven't
3: seen the PS4 remake. I only play the PS2 one. I still have it. Do you? Yeah. Oh my god. Let me borrow. Yeah, I
0: think I think you will. I think you will love it. I think it's. I I played a little bit of Shadow of the Colossus too. It's. I mean, I was in, It's basically the same thing that happened with me with Last Guardian, where I played a little bit of it. And I was like, hey, this is great, and then I stopped halfway, and now I'm mm-hmm. like, well, if I want to play it again, gotta start from the beginning. Otherwise, it just feels weird.
1: Uh, I don't no, for sure. But I it, it it's on my list to play because it looks. Shadow of the Colossus looks like my type of game, but something mm-hmm. about toting around that giant dog hybrid just didn't it didn't it didn't hit my niche. I think it
3: the, the thing yeah. is, it,
1: go, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I
3: agree with him. It's something that's only for like a certain group of people. Mm-hmm. I
0: that's the thing that's most interesting to me about this game is that it's not. It doesn't feel great all the time. The controls are the thing about the controls is that they're fighting against you and normally in most cases i would that would not make me interested in the game like i would be like oh this is just a shitty platformer like these -hmm. controls are bad i don't want to play this anymore uh and the and this game kind of has that where it's feels really weird especially if you're used to 3d platformers where everything is just so smooth and like if you if you like flick the analog stick to the left your character immediately like moves in that direction and this one like there's a momentum to everything like you can feel when you just like move the analog stick you can feel his steps just like taking like, like weight one shifting by one. basically yeah his weight sh- he, yeah literally his, sh- his weight shifts and that happens with everything whenever he makes a jump whenever he picks up a barrel or something everything if you feel it like that and then there's also the addition of trico being this creature that you literally can't control. Like, you can suggest things at him. Like, you can call him and he'll come to you. And eventually, if you, like, get on his back and you ride him and you, like, hop, you're like, hey, hey, jump. He'll, like, get the idea. Okay, you want me to hop over there? But it, it it's it's tricky. But because Trico feels so real in this game, like, the moments where everything goes right, where you... Succeed in doing those things, they feel so satisfying compared to like a similar platformer, like something like Uncharted, where like in those games, everything is so easy that like doing something awesome doesn't feel like anything. Like just like jumping from a moving truck to another, you're just like, oh, okay, whatever. Like I never felt like I was really in danger or like I actually couldn't accomplish this. But and Last Guardian, because the controls are so, like, will they, won't they, that when you actually get to do those things, when you, when, like, I don't know, like, when you're in, a, like, a in one of these giant structures and it starts to collapse under its own weight, and you have to, like, escape, and you somehow, like, successfully manage to get to the other side, and you look back at this, like, crumpled heap, you're like, holy shit, I did that. Me and Trico, we did this. We escaped from that we're victorious and those moments just feel so good and i don't feel that very often in similar types of
1: games i can see the appeal in that because shooting back over to plague tale that's that's how i felt every time i've got them out of this this rat shithole you know
4: Mm -hmm. like you
0: definitely like yeah some games can do that where they're like whoo i actually did like a hard thing and i got out of it but sometimes it, it, the, the spectacle of it just feels kind of lost in how simple it is to actually do that particular thing. And yeah, that's never a problem that happened with the Last Guardian. And I think, you know, like, the story is really interesting because it's just such a mystery. Like, you really do not understand what is going on. Everything is just so alien. You're really like, why do I have these tattoos? Why do they glow? Why is it that I found this random mirror... And when I pointed it at shit, Trico's, li- Trico's tail points up and shoots lightning. Why do his eyes glow a different color? Why is it that when we go in this particular tunnel, this beam activates, and then Trico e- eats me, <laughs> and then I come back out? Like, what is going on? <laughs> and the more... And it's kind of like Dark Souls style, where it doesn't, like, just tell you everything that's happening. There's bare, very little... Um,
3: yeah, there's very few voices in those games. There's
0: very few. The only the main voice that you hear is the main character as an old man retelling the story to like younger kids in the village that he's from. So you know he makes it out, but you have no idea what happens to Trico. And so that's also an added part of the plot where you're like, what does happen to this creature at the end? And like, without spoiling anything, like, like when you finally get to that final bit, it even though. Like, if I explained it to you, it would feel very cliche, but because the game does such a good job building the relationship between you and Trico, it feels earned. You're like, I feel emotional because of this. Even if it is a story that I've seen before. And, I don't know. I think that's something Team Eco can do, and not a lot of developers... Not a lot of game developers can handle well. (sighs) Yeah. That's Last Guardian. I really... Recommend it. I recommend you beat uh, Shadow of the Colossus first. But then once you do that, give this game a shot. Oh, I'm going for Shadow.
2: I'm yeah. going to go for that. I haven't played any of those games, so this is all brand new information to me.
0: You might no, have, if, if you have PS Plus, I know Shadow of the Colossus the remake was free for one month and I picked that up. So you might oh, have what? it if you like checked up on it. And if you do have it, give it a shot will do all right yeah do it so does anybody have a particular other game that they've been playing that they really want to discuss or shall we move on
2: i'll just give a shout out to Ori orion the blind forest i'm playing the will of the wisps right now and uh-huh. i really like it i'm did really glad... second one right yeah it's the second one i'm really did glad you, that you beat I went... blind forest i did beat blind forest what'd you think of it i thought it was really good um I'm kind of like a platformer guy, like I don't know what it is, but I just love platformer games. Yeah. And that one had like enough of like new ideas in it that I thought it was really fresh. And then Will of the Wisp is like even cooler, like I just ran into this really cool bear who I really love, and every time I talk to him he has like the voice of God. <laughs> <laughs> even though nobody in that game speaks anything even close to English. Gotcha. But, yeah. big fan of Ori, big fan of the Ori games.
1: Did you ever as as a platformer fan, did you ever play Shovel Knight?
2: I ne- I tried to play Shovel Oh wait, no, not Shovel Knight. I tried to play Hollow Knight and didn't like it. I never tried to play Shovel Knight.
0: Oh, that's surprising. I think you would like, like, like Night. Shovel Knight a lot. If you like retro uh Oh, it's it's got a very good vibe. Retro platformers, that. they're good. Because they that game in particular is really trying to ape um like the Mega Man series like on mm-hmm. the NES. Oh, yeah. And I don't even like those games, honestly, but this one kind of captures that feel and that kind of level design pretty well without feeling like... It never feels like bullshit. I never feel like you're just dying for no reason. It never feels like, oops, sorry, you have to start to the beginning of the game because fuck you. It's uh, very well, forgiving, but it's cool. I, uh, mean, I mean, you can do that if you, on your own volition, but yeah. the game proper, it's pretty cool. It's it's
1: a good game. I, I yeah. would give it a shot. It's multiplayer. It's it is multiplayer.
0: Funny. Yeah, going cool. with
1: that. Uh, Malka, you want to play? Let's play. <laughs> and it's
0: also got a, a, a smash ripoff mode if you get the full collection, which is neat. I wanted to try it out.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah, We'll
2: so, give you a call. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright. Let's move on to our topic. The thing I wanted to talk about because I had been... So the main thing that happened is that one of the big... There's two big Marvel games coming out this year. One is uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is kind of like a standalone side story from the original Spider-Man PS4 that is, you play as Miles Morales. And then there's also the new Avengers game that has been, like, this game has been, like, talked about for, like, six or seven years at this point like we just knew that square enix got the rights to do an avengers game and they're trying to do like a avengers game for this generation and we just like kept hearing about it and hearing about it. like we, we didn't even hear about it we just it just kept quiet and quiet all we had with this teaser until last e3 and we finally got to see it and it's what are you wait, 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 wait. they also had a um a gameplay reveal uh another gameplay reveal a couple weeks ago and I made you all watch that and your thoughts are
2: I feel like this is one of the more interesting games that are based on a movie I feel like every time I've ever played a video game that's based on a movie it's all always... well, this
0: one's not based on a movie well I mean like a standalone
2: story true. I guess it's more based on the comic books but they're, they're definitely capitalizing on the popularity of the movies for sure
1: oh yeah um, okay. for sure
2: and I am really interested in this one, even though I haven't seen like, but maybe eight or nine of the movies that make up the MCU. Okay. So, if it's if it's interesting enough to catch my attention, I'm really interested in trying to play it for sure.
1: Yeah, as like superhero media goes, like even if you're not like familiarized with the the MCU, mm-hmm. like this this game looks good. It it does remind you of like the the Ultimate Alliance games and. Maybe not ultimately. What's it called? Uh, I just Uh, completely just dropped it off. I I don't remember. Damn. Uh, looks good. My opinion. EJ, what's yours?
3: It's alright. It looks cool. (laughs) Uh, It's very, it's vanilla. It's like, hey, we got got, got Iron Man and the Hulk and Thor. Yo, we got Modoc. They wanted to do Modoc because they said they needed a new person, but. What? They needed. They had. They. they need some more color. It's okay. kind of a. I saw a lot of black and gray.
0: I'm. I'm kind yeah. of interested in how. I wasn't expecting how positive you guys were gonna be, cause I. I am also kind of like. I'm optimistic, but I definitely. I felt like a. Internet presence, like a lot of people were just. It's just like. Indifference. Like either they were yeah. like I don't give a shit, or it just doesn't look too good and it's weird because it just it looks if there's one thing that this game looks it looks expensive it looks like a huge budget went into like trying to make this thing Mm -hmm. and it feels like there is a lot writing on this game for it to feel okay like people are not so hyped on this thing and the reason i bring this up is because i'm just worried about like what does this because it just seems like so many people like maybe you haven't you guys haven't seen it online but i see so much just like indifference that if this game flops like what does this mean for like mo- these marvel games and what does it mean for like comic book games in general
3: i feel like this game is going to be a live service kind of game is it it is it's trying it's basically
0: trying to be destiny
3: yeah, it's definitely trying to be a live service, and I do not know, because they did that with Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, the one that came yeah. on the Switch. Yeah. They're like, mm-hmm. hey, here's this, here's this piddly roster of heroes to start with, and then they did, you know, a roadmap of we're releasing these heroes this time and this DLC pack and this and that. So they spent a lot of time on this game, and then they showed us Thor, Iron Man, Hulk, and uh, Black Widow. And we're just supposed to like accept it and they're like, yeah, it's coming out in September and we're going to show you one new hero before then. And I'm just kind of like, that's going to be, that's going to be, yeah, you can customize all of these different heroes a certain way, but at some point you're definitely going to get bored. Right. And I don't think that they
0: could be doing it better. I think, I, I don't think they're like, oh, they're lazy. They're not putting out more heroes. Like I think. It actually is really difficult for them to put out, like, five new heroes. Like, that oh, would no. take a lot of fucking hard work, especially with the level of assets that they're doing. But it's just, like, compared to, like, a Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, you could poop out six six of those characters on that hardware, on, like, a Switch game Yeah, and, but like, at that level.
3: It's just what they're going for. Is, like, each hero yeah. is so customizable
4: mm-hmm. that
3: each—they're like, your Thor won't play, like, my Thor. Because apparently, there's, you know, you can play a support Thor— or just a beat-em-up Thor or a Thor who just shoots lightning. So there's just getting that one character to fill like six different roles is kind of difficult in itself. So I understand why. And they're trying to make a game for, you know, the new fans and to get them to like ease into it with people you know and then see some new things that you haven't. So they chose a decent route, but I don't know if it's going to keep attention past uh, 2020 wintertime
0: exactly that's what i'm worried about is that i think a lot of people are going to play this game i think i'm gonna i'm i will probably unless they really shit the bed before release i'll probably get this game i'll play it for like a weekend with like friends with you guys and i'll be like hey this is pretty cool and then a week later i'm just like oh i'm done yeah like i'm gonna think the, turn
3: it to a grind fest mm-hmm. i oh, don't think yeah.
0: it's deserving of that level and it's just, like, I see that. It's The thing is, I see these games, and then I see all of these mobile games that are coming out for Marvel. Like, these, just, like, these piddly, like, rip-offs of other games with, like, gotcha systems where you're just, like, collecting heroes and putting them in a little team and fighting other guys. And they're basically doing what this game wants to do, create, like, this live service where you're just collecting heroes and you're doing all these meaningless mission so you could just like keep playing content over and over again but they're doing it on a much lower scale like i assume like way lower budget and they're hitting so many more people because they're doing free-to-play meanwhile this game's trying to be like a prestige experience and sell it for 60 bucks and i don't know i'm worried like i'm really worried that they're gonna flop and then they're gonna look at like what their mobile games are doing and it's like okay why why bother making triple a games when we can just make these shitty mobile games over and over what do you guys think
3: unless they keep doing like cool events like they'll release special assignments or special missions where it's like oh this week's we're releasing a new mission where you know it'll be a time it'll be challenges or maybe they'll have like kind of like if you like you know top end world of warcraft it does it, it i swear this is going to make sense like mythics like every uh-huh. week in mythics it's like hey this is the same dungeon but every once in a while the enemies will randomly get tougher or if you kill an enemy alone like this he will heal all the other ones so they have to make sure they do something like that with the end game to really spice it up but not and they like
1: give that. you i swear
3: yeah, don't make mythics, but make something where it's the top end content isn't just bigger numbers. Make it mm-hmm. so the enemies have something new that makes it challenging. Not just your fists aren't hard enough to get through him, or your lightning isn't a high enough level. Like mm. that's gonna get that's gonna get old because I'm not really earning anything. I'm just trying to get a bigger number.
0: Uh, Malachi, what what do you what do you think this game could do to like really? I mean, you like it, but, like, what do you think this game could do to, like, impress people? You'd be like, whoa. Or, like, you specifically. What could it do to to you to get you, like, oh, I'm hooked?
2: I don't know. Like, I'm intrigued by the gameplay aspect of it, but, I mean, like, I don't have, like, a vested interest in the characters, which I think is, like, part of the problem.
0: You're not a big comic book guy, right? Yeah, exactly.
2: Like, I pretty much stick to Spider-Man, and (laughs) that's pretty much it. Um, But I think to, like, catch my attention more heavily in this game like whenever i was watching the war table and how they're talking about like oh we're gonna release additional characters and more content for free and i think that's a really good idea but my fear is that the content won't be good and stacked on top of a game that might not be good it's just it's kind of like a slippery slope and as you said it's expensive and that's a lot of money going in the wrong direction if it's not received really well Mm -hmm. But i mean i think as far as like impressing me I think so long as it's flashy, it features some characters that I kind of know, it has some things that I'm kind of interested in, I'm going to give it a fair shake so long as I can get a copy of it, and I'll give it a try. But as far as like impressing me more than it already has, I can't necessarily think of anything that would like catch my attention more, but either way, I'm still interested in giving it a try.
0: Okay. Tyler, what about you? What could this game do to really win you over? If you're not already one over
1: i mean i think i'm gonna try it because as i am a marvel fan truly mm-hmm. but um i think what would really sell me to keep playing it is just like make it a f- fun gameplay like the gameplay looks good and it looks like it's, it's flashy but like if they keep it fresh and it's just consistently just a fun game like mm-hmm. i'm in i'm all i'm all in Why, i think it's the
2: exact opposite of anthem
1: yeah
0: right yeah the the thing that, like, the thing about the gameplay is just that it feels a little, how do you describe it? It's, like, chunky. It's, like, a little, like... Yeah, it is, there's it not, is a little like, chunky. The, like, the gameplay that we mainly saw was, like, Thor on this, like, ship just beating robots. And mm. it just felt like he was just, it didn't really, you didn't feel that weight of that hammer. There was you know, no It impact. just felt like a punk, 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 punk. And, I don't know, it just, like... It just didn't feel that good. There's also like the roster is not equally loved, and I think there's only like one character, there's only one hero per thing. So if we're all playing, and I'm like, oh, I'm Thor, EJ, you're you're Captain America, uh, Malachi, you can be the Hulk, Tyler, you have to be Black Widow, like, like off, Black Widow Black is Widow. fine, but like That's she's not, she's not as cool. I'll, I'll take Miss Marvel. Okay. <laughs> Like yeah, our miss yeah, Hopefully, mechanics. like yeah. I don't know. I-, I I hope, on on your end, EJ. I think what this game could do, yeah. Like similar to Mythic's, like I think this game needs like a really. Like, really push the mechanics in certain missions that feel like raids. Like uh, there has to be content that feels like you're doing like a Destiny raid or something where it's like, it's like really intense firefights, really intense puzzle. Like you have to like be. Tight about like completing something like we have to do it in this way instead of it just feeling it like a basically like a fancy beat 'em up like if it right. just feels like a big beat 'em up the whole time I think that's gonna retract from me because I think like the best living games have stuff like that like Monster Hunter World has these super challenging monsters that you keep wanting to get back to like you're like oh like latrion just came out that new dragon and you're like that thing's gonna kick my ass but it's gonna be great teaming up with my t- team with my regular squad and like figuring out how the hell to get past this thing and that's what I feel like would give this game an advantage or like put it on the same field as something as Destiny or Monster Hunter just like give these players a challenge give these people something that they want to
1: achieve and feel it, badass about and even to touch back to what EJ was saying just add add a, a an effect to it like just like the WoW mythics, something that'll change the core mission just slightly, keeping it fresh. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. like, yeah. I don't remember what they're called, Aphexes or something.
3: Uh, affix, a yeah,
1: yeah, affixes. Uh, yeah, so, something like that, right? I have. I don't play WoW. Well. Like, uh, I can't do this. You don't
3: play WoW, really? You're gonna play this right now? I'm just trying to get along, boy, Carlos. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You still uh, don't have that mil- 1.5 5, 5 million gold. I'm
3: stuck at 2.4, and then I lost another 500,000 on the auction house. I do not want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, my God, oof. no. That's big
0: oof. All right. So I was actually supposed to build to this part, but I kind of just jumped the gun because I really wanted to get into it. But So, yeah, the general topic that I wanted to be on was just, like, comic book video games. And they've had a really long history where, like, all the way back to, like, The Atari, there's been, like, Spider-Man games and stuff. And so, like, basically on every console, there's been, like, some version of some uh, Marvel video game. And they've always been... Or, like, Marvel, DC, whatever, video game. And they've always been, like, a big part of it. But it feels like, you know, over time, in this generation especially, it has really, like... The number has slowed down. I think I think there's, like, what? Like, four superhero games on the ps4 there's like mm. arkham knight i
3: think three of them are batman games <laughs> there's like this is yeah, yeah, arkham
0: there's injustice 2 there's spider-man and then there's like these two coming up and that's it
3: uh iron man vr came out two days ago i think
0: iron man vr they come out no this came... like the new ultimate yeah. alliance but it's like small you know like i, I feel like back in the mid like in the 2000s like 2000 2010 like there were so many of these freaking games there's like 20 spider-man games there's so many fighting games yeah there's incredible hulk games like man i forgot about that wasn't it good
2: i don't remember ultimate destruction
0: is good not the hell yeah ultimate destruction is
1: sick i want those card gloves
0: people don't talk about this but the new marvel the new marvel hulk movie like the one from like 2009 or whatever yeah, like they're in. Insp- they did the car gloves, yeah. and there's no president besides Ultimate Destruction. So the guys watched; they like played the video game, and they're like, "That's a cool idea," and then they put it in the movie. And I feel yes. like that's never happened with any other like Marvel not. thing, where they invented some kind of narrative and other people used it in some way. And I think that's kind of badass. Oh, absolutely. but uh, so yeah, like uh, question: What do you guys think that video games? are a good medium for adaptation of comics. EJ, you're a big comic guy. Yeah. You read all... I think you read the most comics out of any of us, or anyone I know.
3: Perhaps. Well, yeah, I read a lot of comics. I've played a lot of comic book video games. Do you think, like...
0: Would you say that video games are the best medium for adaptation of comic books?
3: Uh... I would have said that a few years ago if I didn't see the Marvel movies, but they're definitely up there tight. Definitely something I can play. I love comic book video games.
0: What do you think think is specifically about video games that makes it for a good medium for adaptation?
3: You get to actually be your superhero. Like in the Spider-Man games, you were actually swinging through New York City as Spider-Man. And it felt like you were swinging through New York City. Oh man, yeah, it did. It felt like it, and you're you're really Spider Man, like you had you know your spider sense tingling. You had awkward situations on the street, just like Spider Man does, and you just swung through New York City, beat up some bad guys, said a cheesy wonder one-liner, and then took off. And that With was cool.
1: finger guns.
3: Yeah. <laughs> tried to hug a girl and then she was like oh, I just wanted a high five and then Spider-Man got awkward. I swung <laughs> out of there as fast as possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: I, was like, I, love I love the
0: Spider-Man. I love that stuff. Oh man.
1: Dude, Insomniac put a lot of love in that game. Yeah, yeah
0: that's that's I'm
2: all to my I know to my boys at Insomniac. I love everything that they make. Sure Basically,
0: like... they 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 really hit it out of park on most occasions. Um is there I feel like with comic book video games the thing the thing about them is that like there's so much emphasis on the like the beat-em-up aspect i feel like almost every comic book game is about you are the dude and you're going through levels just like punching a hundred goons like blasting a hundred goons and then getting to a boss and blasting another hundred goons and not that there's anything wrong with that but do you guys think that maybe there could be like a little bo- little more exploration into like what you can do with a comic book character or are you just like happy with how it is now?
3: I mean I'm... go ahead. I was gonna say Telltale did a pretty decent job with the yeah, Batman Because 'cause you're still mm-hmm. you're still a detective. Like you're still doing detective work as Batman. And you know, still getting the ladies, but you know, we're not talking about that. But you can still do other things. Like you could play as uh, jessica jones and do you know private eye work that'd be cool dude mm-hmm. la things. noir jessica jones okay. yeah things like that, that, could of be that cool. Yeah. putting things together and that still end with you putting someone's head through a you know drywall it'd still be fun
0: <laughs> that's true but
3: there's definitely yeah. different parts of a character i mean some characters of course are just going to be i'm gonna snap legs and then get questions later oh but sure. uh there's definitely other superheroes who don't rely on
2: That's where it That's where you make a Dynasty Warriors game where they can just snap legs and ask questions later.
3: Yeah, just make a Batman game where I just go through Arkham Asylum and I just don't say words. Isn't that just Arkham Asylum? Yeah, but I want more of them. I wanted like a combo of me juggling six dudes
2: at like a
1: time. (laughs) Thor Dynasty Warriors would be pretty good.
3: Thor
2: Dynasty Warriors. But they need to get but they need to get Led Zeppelin,
1: otherwise it
0: doesn't count. Oh of course. Uh, Malachi, what were you gonna say?
2: I just feel like I feel like superhero games there's like so much more to them than just being superheroes and I feel like a lot of the like really popular superhero games they focus more on their normal everyday life like you get to see the awkward interactions of Peter Parker with MJ
4: mm-hmm. you
2: get to see him meet miles and all that stuff like I feel like there's like you get to see the tender moments of him and his aunt and I feel like those are like the that's what like gives you a better understanding of, like, why you like the superhero.
0: Right. I mean, yeah, I'm like... Go ahead. No, yeah, like, superheroes are more than just I beat up bad guys and then there's a supervillain at the end. And, I mean, like, Spider-Man does a pretty good job of that. Um, I wish there was more of that. and But I don't think a lot of other games are doing that. And I think, you know, like, there's, like, good com Like, EJ, you can probably attest to this. There's, like, good comics that barely have any action in it and are just character studies on, like, particular characters, like, yeah, there's uh, plenty of them. Like, um, like, I think of like the Hawkeye, there was like a Hawkeye series where it's just like, it just like, like, the series just acknowledges that Hawkeye is just a fucking loser, like, nobody <laughs> likes him. And he's just like, he knows that he's the worst Avenger, but it's just like him, like, kind of going through with that and just being like, yeah, I know I'm bad, but like, I can still do my thing and I can still have a life and like do that kind of stuff, and like. There's a lot of good comic, like Batman comics, that are just, there's not a lot of action. It's just, yeah, like, ju- like it's him, series. like, coming to terms. Yeah, like, uh, Longest long Halloween. Halloween.
3: The Long Halloween was a really good example. That's or Hush. Well, Hush, Hush is good. Of, yeah, Hush.
0: Court uh, of Owls has you. a lot of action, but it also has, like, these really amazing moments. Yeah. Uh, which, speaking of which, I
3: just remembered. Uh, Are you talking about the rumors for the new Batman well, game?
0: Well, there's that. Oh. Here's the thing. I That was another reason why I was worried about the future of comic book games. Because WB Games is basically saying, like, hey, we're trying to sell. We're trying to sell ourselves. So they're not going to be, like, with their parent company anymore. And I feel like that kind of adds to this worry that, like, I don't know, they're going to get, like, LucasArts games like, all over again, where Disney bought Star Wars, and they got Lucas Arts, and then as soon as they got them, they were like, okay, what? You're gone. We don't want your games anymore. Fuck you. We're, you're not making Star Wars games anymore. And I'm worried that's gonna happen with WB, where they're just, like, gonna get bought out. And then someone's gonna be like, alright, we don't need this Batman crap. Let's just do something else. Let's just make mobile games. And hopefully that's not the case, because I really need a new Arkham. Speaking Boy. of which, like, what is going on over there? What? what where? Where's the game? You have uh, two studios that are in charge of making the Arkham series. Right now, Montreal is working on it. Yes, but then there's Rocksteady. Rocksteady has not said a peep in the last five years. Maybe that's a good
2: thing. Maybe they'll. Maybe, say well,
0: maybe they're just not that really into production. But five years is a long ass time without any like. That is, a, that is an average time to make a video game, but the marketing and the promotion starts at least like two or three years in. You start selling that game when it's like two years ahead of time. And we still haven't seen anything about this. They haven't said a single thing. We don't even know if it's a Batman game. We don't know if it's a, is a Superman game. If it's even like DC related, if they're just doing like some whatever thing. Like are you guys worried? Is there something you need specifically from these guys? Is there something
2: anything I can do, do for you? <laughs>
0: some water, snacks, hey, a I'll condom. Do some snacks.
1: Shit. i some snacks. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Like what do you guys think?
1: Uh. they, I mean, they say it's rumored, but Yeah, I I'm, I'm I'm not too particularly I mean, I'm not invested in the Batman games. I never played any of them.
0: That's a shame. That's a goddamn
1: shame. shame. I, I want to, now that you guys keep shaming me about
2: it. but I'm,
0: You can pick up the Arkham Collection for pretty cheap.
2: Yeah, I just like picked 10. up Arkham Asylum, and I think it was like $3. And you know. you know what? I've always heard that the combat in this game is really great. A lot of Batman fans rave over these games, most specifically mm-hmm. the city. Or city. Arkham, city. Yeah. And I always hear raving reviews for city so i was like maybe i'll give it a try i was like if i loved spider-man as much as i did and there's like obviously big influences from batman onto spider-man for sure i'll give it a look
4: yeah
0: so yeah definitely give it a shot um we do know so we don't know what rocksteady's up to we do know montreal is making a game and we it's pretty much set in stone that it's gonna be quarter miles, right ej
3: they yeah, it's hinted that it's gonna be Court of Owls.
0: Like they've been being really cheeky, but like there's very obvious like connections to the like stuff that they like they like posted like a coin or something, and it's like a coin that the secret society from Court of Owls has. Yeah. There's, like Scott Snyder like retweeted them at some point, and everybody's like, what does that mean, Scott Snyder? You wrote Court of Owls.
3: What does that mean? <laughs> kind of shit like that. I don't know. They'd really have to find a way to work it in though, because if you ever play Arkham Knight, yeah, it's kind of like they can't just be like, oh yeah, we're back with the new Batman game. It's like what? I have. I feel like I imagine
0: it would be just like a reboot, right? Because I mean, that's be. what that's what Court of Owls was and initially. It was part of the New 52, which was like a reboot of like the entire DC franchise.
3: Yeah, I remember reading those, and it was pretty good.
0: And it, was, had, it was. It was actually the Red Hood and yeah. the
3: Outlaws. They had the Batgirl. They had a. Uh, it was before robin B- or Nightwing became agent 52 or whatever it was it was trash but
4: yeah
3: <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah, uh, yeah it i i i hope i don't know
0: at this point it's just it's been so long and we've gotten so little that if it's just like a straight like we're just doing arkham origins again but we're doing it with court of owls like i was just be like okay whatever i'll take it i don't i actually don't care especially if it's like a new next gen version of it. Uh what what do you, what would you want to see out of Rocksteady? Like for a new Batman? New Batman, new comic book game. I would like
1: absolutely kill to have a Flash game.
3: That Flash
1: weird. game. I love the The Flash is my favorite superhero. Yeah, really? but there's I some heroes Horton's
3: that alert. you can't make games into.
0: I feel like for that's sure. yeah. I feel like how do you make how do you make a flash game
1: I have I, no idea but I would play the T.
0: hold on a second hold on a second uh super hot but it's flash
1: that's probably you, the
3: best
0: that. way to do that yeah, you could isn't that. that that that? I would play that you're on the it's prepare. just there like, you just like slow down and then you could at any point just like poof, stop time just run up punch somebody or just like get real it'd be fun if that it, it, it's like Kind of, you have to like get creative with it, where like you set things up in slow motion where things happen to bad guys. Like someone throws a punch and then you like stop time and you like grab somebody, put them in front of the fist, and you have to like that's do, all you know like, slow back down again and it's just them getting punched in the face, something like that. I think that would be that that would be pretty tight.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: But I don't do think that's Rocksteady's know? specialty. I don't. I mean, no. they're about making uh, a big open world. Sure. And I thing. I would like. I think it's about time we got a like a we got a Batman Beyond something you
3: know.
1: That would be really cool. Batman I, Beyond
3: I, would be
0: cool. Like especially like because there's been a lot of people that said like oh what if we got this guy to be Terry McGinnis is his name yeah the new yeah. Batman and then you get like Michael Keaton to be old the Bruce Wayne. Wayne
3: the old Bruce Wayne
0: yeah it would be pretty sweet honestly and I think. You could just like basically built out the same thing as arkham but you just kind of really have fun with the gadgets this time around like you just have instead of gliding you're just like straight up flying through the city however you want you can have like all sorts of like crazy gadgets just like really play especially now that like a lot of people are trying to do like the cyberpunk thing like the neo city kind of thing you could really get creative with the universe of dc 30 years in the future I would, I don't know. I think that would be pretty cool to see. And I don't know. It beats Superman. I think that's another superhero I don't think you can really make a game about.
3: They tried it in 64, and that was trash. Oh, God.
0: Yeah, Ooh. I mean, they tried it again in like when the Superman Returns came out, like in 2006. They tried to make like a 360 game. And it was, that one was really weird because, like, you it's like a beat beat 'em up. You like fly around. And you like beat up guys hurting the city. But the thing is, like, you don't have a health bar. The city has a health bar. So you're just trying to prevent the bad guys from shitting on Metropolis too hard. And mm. I was like, I don't know. It's just. I mean, there was it's... that
2: recent demo that came out that everybody was comparing it to. Like, this is exactly what I feel like a good Superman game would be like. And I think it's really popular, and everybody. What was it called? I can't quite remember, but I know a lot of people were reviewing it. He like flies around the city. He like throws cars and like it like you still feel very powerful, but uh-huh. you don't feel overpowered.
0: Interest I think I I might have seen the demo. I I think it was it like a Chinese game.
2: I think so. It was something like that. I, I think mean, I saw like
0: a, a YouTuber like do a little playthrough of it. And it seemed kinda cool.
1: I mean everybody was saying like when Anthem was first coming out, they're like, they could just do this, but with Iron Man, and just, mm-hmm. that would be the game, you know? Or like with War Machine. That's perfect. Do it. Please Basically. make an Iron Man War Machine game. That's all I'm saying.
2: Ooh, storms, wow. but, but it's like War Machine and Iron Man. That be-
1: Maybe not that, but you know what? I, I didn't you what you
3: <laughs> But, you know, does it have to be? Couldn't, instead of doing Superman, because Superman's problem is he's invincible. Right. But Wonder Woman isn't. Is yeah. it yeah. possible to do just Wonder Woman? I think so. Because I think Wonder be Woman cool. is still super strong. She has, you know, the Last of Truth. She has her armor from Themyscira. She has all of that, but she still can, you know, die.
1: Yeah, she's not impervious. Yeah, like, think... oh, what's
3: Wonder Woman <laughs> week two uh, getting stabbed. It's like, all right, cool.
0: <laughs> I definitely feel like a really easy, like, just do that is just make god like the new god of war but just make it wonder woman
1: that would be because because she has like the armaments so
0: it could have those rpg elements where you're getting like a new sword a new shield a new lasso and like getting combo like learning combos that involve all three like doing stuff where you're like oh or like throw a lasso bring them in do like a
3: shield bash Whoa, wrist guards can like deflect bullets or some things yeah and then you can like
1: yeah go for it I'm thinking completely off that idea that you're saying. Mm-hmm. We're yes ending here. It's improv. Come on. It's All I'm saying is throw in Martian
3: Manhunter. Martian Manhunter is trash. <laughs> what, what? What do you mean? Why do you hate Martian Manhunter? Oh, what do you got to do to beat him? Oh, just set him on fire. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's everyone. What do you mean? That's That's just... <laughs> Bro, There's no redeeming quality. He's like, well, I mean, well to be fair if Dude, you wanted to make a transform? game Yeah, if you wanted to make a game about you just not being This superpower guy you could do other things besides beat people up Martian manhunter is a good choice Because you can go on manhunts. That's his thing. He's like he's basically like a bounty hunter for the Martians so like if you wanted a bounty hunt and he like disguises someone you had to get into somewhere and get only your target That'd be a Hold good on, way to go. hold on, wait, style wait, wait, Man wait, 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 wait,
2: wait, wait. No, no,
0: no, not Arkham style, Hitman style.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hit, so like, yeah, you, Hitman
1: I, with Martian Manhunter. Okay, but I feel like a better fit for Hitman would be like the Punisher. Like, I feel no, like what? Whole what are you talking about? Is
3: come through the front door and start blasting.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, but does Manhunter use a gun that way? No. All right. So, well, I'm saying as like the Hitman.
0: What? You're saying Punisher as the hitman?
3: Punisher's uh, no, not I was... a hitman. Punisher the... puts bullets in the freaking dude selling eighths in the back alley. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: the only kind of superhero, anti hero I want. Punisher is <laughs> also my favorite hero.
3: So yeah. He
0: is his favorite hero. I. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get. Okay. Let's. I want to go back into this a little bit further, but for now, I want to ask what is your favorite so we're gonna i asked you to bring a top three list of your top three favorite comic book su- uh, hero games and i want to just like go around the table and we each share like our number three and then we go around and we do our number two if you if someone said one that's already one of your numbers you can just start talking about it and just say like oh i have that one on my list and then like go over that way so let's get that and then i want to get back into that discussion about potential superhero games
1: um so tyler why don't we go with you first me first yes all right uh so my number three and we kind of briefly like touched on it but that incredible hulk game ultimate destruction yeah that game that was such a fun game
0: that is a pretty awesome game and i'm surprised we haven't gone back to it like just that type of just like being this hulking machine and just like destroying the entire environment and just having these cool like they really i don't know just like just thinking about it you think hulk would be kind of a boring character to play as like Mm -hmm. what what do you do you just punch people but like the level of creativity that you can have with his destruction like just like grabbing someone and just like chucking them like 50 feet in the air the car the car gloves yeah, grabbing yeah. a helicopter out of the out of the sky and just like <laughs> just walking with them, just like at. all right, let's go, <laughs> Uh The boxing gloves that you just rip a car in oh, half yeah, and you, you just wear like them like gloves, your car, and right? just, mm-hmm. pat, pat, pat. It's awesome. Yeah, and it good. We haven't seen that level of just like crazy violence. I think the closest thing to that was like the. <sighs> What's that game? Where you're, you can, like, be, you make your arms into blades and shit.
1: Uh, Prototype? No. Prototype. Um, the prototype,
0: prototype, series. prototype Yeah, okay. I think the closest to Hulk was the Prototype game. And even then, that's, like, seven years ago. Or something mm-hmm. like eight years yeah, ago. No.
3: So, Fun fact, the people who made that game also did a... So Radical, the people who you're talking about who made a, the Hulk game, they also made Prototype too. Oh, okay, well there you go. <laughs> well they did prototype one and two. So yeah.
0: Yeah, that perfect explanation for that. Um EJ, what's what's your number three?
3: My number three will have to be Injustice Gods Among Us.
0: Ooh, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That one was that one was kinda like I feel like there was like a huge turn. Of like looking at the dc universe because they created such a cool narrative for themselves yeah like they were like what if what if superman is fucking evil because the joker planted a bomb in lois lane or something what was it again so it was in the, middle
4: the joker of... yeah
3: the joker planted no the joker planted a bomb in uh Met- metropolis
4: uh-huh. but Did the too.
3: trigger was Lois Lane's heart stop. No, it's their child. Lois Lane was pregnant with their child. So Joker released tear gas or uh, fear gas laced with kryptonite. And then it showed Superman. So when Superman got it, he saw Lois Lane as a doomsday. And And Superman threw Lois Lane into the atmosphere, basically. And she died with his child. And then when his child died, Metropolis exploded. And uh, shocker, Superman said that's it, and he killed the Joker. <laughs> and then he's like, "You know what? That was real easy. Why have we not?"
0: <laughs> if you if you haven't, please look up the panel of Superman killing Joker because they made like a tie in comic. This is all in
3: the comic. They made setting a long up the game. series. It was a yeah. really good series. And the comic,
0: game. the pan... probably not.
3: No, the scene isn't in the game. None of the scenes but, are in the game. But right. yeah,
0: yeah, there's the panel where you see Superman like. Push his arm through the Joker, it's one of the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like, you, because you just have like Batman in the background and he's just making the face like,
1: oh man,
0: oh, how did you, oh, you did that, you can't do that. It's just like, it is like incredibly dark and hilarious at the same time. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah. That whole series had a really good story and it had a really good comic book series around it because it showed how all the heroes chose their sides. And it showed how, you know, Damien joined Superman and left Batman because Damien killed, uh, he killed Dick Grayson. And then they had the ending to the comic book series is when the, they had the, the story of the game is a parallel universe is meet. And they, the guys who come from another universe take over their Superman and tell him you can't do evil things. And then when that Batman goes back to his universe, he realizes what the Joker can do. So he goes to jail and he kills the Joker. And then he turns himself in because he killed somebody, and there's like, oh, that's you know, an interesting ending. So I liked it.
1: Yeah, so it, it, was, it like, was a pretty crazy story.
3: Yeah, it's
1: pretty wild that like, at its core, the video game is what started it.
3: Yeah, and, it really is. And then the comic book series went way past.
1: Oh yeah, it took it and ran with it, and I was like, that's—I don't think that's been done before. Like that's, so, that's that's a pretty big milestone, I think.
0: Okay, who who is your who is your main in injustice?
3: Uh, and first one, it was, I would say Lobo. And the first one I made Lobo.
0: Lobo. Okay. The second I think one, I think I liked Red Green Red. Arrow, but that was because I was a cheap piece of shit.
3: Green Arrow was really easy.
2: Okay, Malachi, uh, you're number three. Uh, I would say that mine's a little bit different from everybody else's, but I'm gonna say The Wolf Among Us. Okay. That, I mean, that is,
0: yeah, that's not, you don't, you don't really think about it, but technically that is a comic book game it's
2: a it's from a the comic book fables yeah. from dc comics which i didn't even know i had to look it up to make sure because i didn't want to i would have thought it was dark like horse scrub.
3: it sounds like some dark horse stuff but it's i don't know they're too busy trying to write new spawn
0: <laughs> so so what about what about wolf among us has really really pulled you over
2: uh, I think it's just the fact... Hmm, it's the first Telltale game I ever played. Mm-hmm. Like, I always thought that style of game was a little bit wackadoo for me, but after playing The Wolf Among Us, I was, like, kind of hooked into them. I was like, maybe I should try a couple others. I mean, I never did, but that one really grabbed my attention, the whole, like, weight of a choice kind of thing. And that one's kind of gruesome in a way. Big time. Like, Like, even though they're, like fable characters i mean there's like a couple of scenes where like someone has like their head cut off and just like wild stuff i like go to a like a strip club and a bunch of other crazy stuff yeah i just really enjoyed
0: it it was pretty intense i remember i playing i only got through the first episode and i really enjoyed it but it was just it was so much like the ending of that episode was just like jesus christ and I, I and I i never i never had the energy to, I think I started episode two, but I never had the energy to like go through with it because it was just such a. I have to like really. I think the best way for me to play that game again is probably like streaming it to you guys. Just like yo, I'm sitting down. Let's go episode two. You're gonna have to help me out, and just like go. I'd be there, down for that. That would be fun. We'll first
4: the back um, but no, no spoilers.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that's a pretty good choice. Uh, Tyler. Wait, did I go yet? I don't think no. so. Oh, I haven't gone yet. No. Okay. So my number three, it's going to be a throwback. I'm looking at you, Edwin. Spawn Armageddon. <laughs> no, wait, I don't... What? No. I
3: don't what? know what it is. I don't know it is. So I'm not going to say it. Yo, but Just a new Spawn say,
0: game. Say the thing that is associated with this game.
3: Got my dinner.
0: No. <laughs> that's, that's a quote. <laughs> no.
3: I'm gonna take you for a ride. Oh,
0: Marvelous Capcom. Capcom 2, that game is so fire. Oh my god. That is, I think that's probably my favorite. No, it is. It's my favorite, like, superhero fighting game. I think, I mean, specifically just because I have, like, a really strong emotional attachment to it. Like, probably three is better than two, but I never owned three properly. No, two is better. Oh, okay but um i don't know it's just like it's so wild and it's just like it's just like it's really out there with its choice of roster like like when you try to make like a superhero game nowadays like it feels like so many characters are like a safe bet like oh we're going to have spider-man we're gonna have captain america and just like go down the list of like the most popular superheroes but this game was just like nah what if we have omega red and people were, like who the fuck is Omega Red? They're like I don't know, but we have him in the game. What if we have Sentinel? Who cares about Sentinel? I don't know, but we got him in the game and just like how crazy like the Marvel roster is versus how crazy the Capcom roster is and just like mashing them both together just felt like so awesome and like the art style is just amazing uh just like the perfect 2d looking game in my eyes like i think it looks like just as good as like street fighter 3 alpha or whatever uh which is like really oh
3: yeah
0: third strike
3: right or third strike street fighter 3 third strike
0: the one that looks really pretty let's just say that uh Uh, third
3: strike
0: let's go with that. but yeah like those games like it just like perfectly grab that pixel artwork and like 3 looks good for like 3D models and stuff, but just like it never really touched how Marvel Cop got, Two got. Uh, it's not like a very. I don't think it's like a very good fighting game. Like it's not very balanced. Like there's definitely some characters that are just overpowered and some characters that are just like hot garbage. Like 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 Iron Man's super in that game just like will do like two thirds of your health bar while everybody else's super only does like a quarter which is just, like, bullshit. But, I don't know. I just have such a good attachment with that game that I will go. I will throw hands with anybody in that game at any point. Uh, yeah, but have
3: you ever fought three Mega Manx?
0: Yes, I have! And it's
3: miserable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. Which goes back to that. It's just, like, it's not balanced at all. But it's... I don't know. It's just so so fun. Tyler,
1: number two. My number two's got to be... And it probably is not a surprise if you know what my number one is going to be. It's the Spider-Man 2 tie, tie-in game. Mm-hmm. The one that, you know, you, it ties in with Doc Ock. Oh, the one for like the, like, the, the GameCube and the PS2 and all that? Uh, yeah, PS2 is when I played it on. Yeah, that, yeah. One's, that one's pretty sweet. It, it was the first one. And I just got to say, shout out to the dude who developed the realistic swing mechanics for that yeah. game. Yeah. Because that mechanic has not changed since that game. And it's been, like, 14 years or something.
0: Yeah, the story behind that is pretty rad. Because he like, he and his team worked on Spider-Man 1. And the swinging mechanics in that game is literally just... To get you yeah. to point A and point B, you literally just hold it down. you just like, swing, swing, swing. You're not even, like, attaching to stuff. And he basically, like, he, like, clamped his foot down for the sequel. He's like, I am not... Like, I'm straight up not working on this game. Like, I quit if you guys won't let me do a proper swing system for uh, this Mm -hmm. Spider-Man game. Like, this needs to have a physics system to it. The webs need to attach to buildings. There has to be momentum to it. And they're like, okay, fine. And now it's, like, iconic. Like, we wouldn't have... Yeah,
1: it's the staple of the series.
0: We wouldn't have all these Spider-Man games feeling this good if it wasn't for Spider-Man 2. So... It's a big shout out
4: to that game, and I remember even like as, as a
0: kid, just like uh, I was expecting it to be just a movie tie in, but then I remember playing at a friend's house, and all of a sudden like Mysterio shows up, and I'm like, wait what? Mm -hmm. And I'm like swinging off like UFOs that like create a line to the Statue of Liberty. I'm like, what
2: the hell? It just was mind blowing. Great game. I definitely have to agree. I might have to put that one at my second as well. Because I just love oh. it so much. I have so many fond memories of that game, and I think that's I think that's most of the reason why I'm such a Spider-Man fanboy.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Because I just have like very vivid memories of being a Tobey Maguire Stan, <laughs> and I just can't just cannot get down with his name, Andrew Garfield. But Tom Holland's a yeah. pretty solid Spider-Man okay. for All sure. Right.
0: Mm. Right. as long as you're okay with Tom Holland. Yeah, Tom is pretty good. He he makes a
1: really good Spider-Man.
3: I just, I mean, yeah. I think
2: I think I would make a good Miles Morales, but I mean, that's neither here nor there.
3: This, this conversation <laughs> for another time.
0: Peter, Peter, <laughs> let me know the, the the sequel episode where we all cast each other in the Marvel universe. We'll we'll, we'll get into that. Um. So okay, that's your number two then. Uh, EJ, what's your number
3: two? My number two is gonna be Arkham City. Okay,
0: why Arkham City? Out of, I'm I'm assuming this is the only Arkham game, or?
3: Yeah, I had to choose one. I enjoyed the sit the story in Arkham City the greatest. Mm-hmm. Arkham War, uh, the only one I the only Arkham game I never finished was Origins. That's only because it kept breaking on my computer. Sure. Asylum had a great story. Night's story was too predictable. Yeah. City was the only one that really took me by surprise.
0: Yeah, City definitely. They were. They were trying to do. Yeah, they If def- it, it was the first time they felt like they're really trying to do their own thing with Batman, and create like yeah, this new was, narrative.
3: It wasn't just like oh, and then uh, the day was saved. It was like mm. there was definitely a cliffhanger. You didn't see that ending come. I don't want to spoil it, but the game is also you know ten years old. So i didn't see you know the ending coming out the way it did it did help set up you know the next game arkham knight yeah which was it was great i like the whole idea of arkham city is like oh we got too many prisoners what if we made a city for them
0: great idea it, it great. worked out well for them spoiler alert it worked fine yeah it worked out <laughs> fucking
3: fantastically i uh,
0: so so my number two that ties into it mine is asylum i like city a lot i think that what they did with the story is cool but, I guess, I don't know, I guess the ending didn't impact me as much. I think, personally, because, like, I'm just not a big fan of the Joker. Like, I think, I don't like, It's going to sound dumb, like, I just don't like a lot of characters that are just, like, bullies that get away with stuff, and, like, Joker is just, like, that character that just, like, he feels untouchable, and, like, by the end, like, you know, something happens to him, but, like... The amount of stuff that he just, like, gets away with, I'm just like, oh, hey, this is a joker yeah, guy. Because there's so, it's such a strong emphasis on him compared to, like, in the other games. And, But I think they're both really good games. I personally just like the feel of the first one that is just, like, so enclosed. And it's just, like, this one night in this one asylum, and you're just going through. And I just love that, like batman just like goes through the ringer in this game like by the end of it like you're caught like you barely have a cape anymore like
3: all tattered you're like covered in blood and you're just like
0: he like he like never shows it on his face but like his whole body is just like if he if he was like medieval times he'd just like be covered in arrows just like oh that's the best you got it
3: was great because the way uh Arkham Origins, end, or not, Arkham Asylum ends. He's leaving Arkham Asylum, and he the rays like, Yo, Two Face robbed the bank. And, and Batman's like, Yeah, I'm <sighs> on <going> my way. <laughs> I was like, Man, that sucks. But I think the only one that didn't take place in one night was Origins. Because yeah. Arkham Knight took place in one night. They City all take place, place in one night. In one night.
0: But it, it, yeah. it, it feels like, I don't know, there's like a level of narrative dissonance from like, yeah, cause
3: Is cause it really? Trapped. Is it still
0: really one night? But I can totally believe that in Arkham Asylum, like, he would do all of that in eight hours and just be like, Alright, I'm out.
3: Yeah, it was literally like one night in Arkham Asylum, locked in here with everybody who hates you.
0: Mm-hmm. I will say though, was- I think the best moment in Arkham franchise is in City, and that's the fight with Mister Freeze. I love that fight. That is such oh, a good freeze. yeah, because yeah. it's just like it's basically because you know in, in Arkham there's like the beat 'em up section, and then there's like the predator like stealth missions, and, and Mister Freeze fight is like a stealth mission but you have all these gadgets that you always use on your bad guys but every time you use one on mr freeze he's just like okay you can't do that anymore like you'll use like your like your hook shot or something uh to, like, sneak in a punch on him, and then he'll just, like, freeze your gun. And you'd be like, okay, you can't use your hook shot anymore. you got to find another way to get to me. And I'm like, oh, shit, okay. What if I hang off the ceiling, and then I get you from above? And he's like, all right, I'm going to freeze every gargoyle up here. And you're like, shit, all right. And then you have to, like, get more and more creative until you finally beat him. Yeah. And I just thought, like, it was pretty badass. I felt like a real, like, predator moment that you're going through. Uh, But, yeah, both games are pretty phenomenal. The whole series is just aces. Except Night. Night is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So then, yeah, that's my number two. Then let's go to number one. Tyler, what's your number one? Malachi, what's your number one?
2: Carlos you was my already number one. know what it is. It's Spider-Man it is PS4. Man, Obviously, I have the Spider-Man Edition PlayStation, because your boy lucked up at 4 o'clock in the morning, and uh. Best Buy had the Holy Grail. Magnifique. <laughs> that game is... It's everything that I want to be in a video game. It's got the sadness, it's got the the funny, the quips. It's got, you see a lot of yourself in Spider-Man. The man just has to make great decisions. He gets to hang out with MJ. He gets to hang out with a small man of color. I mean, <laughs> what more can you ask for? The game is perfect. The combat feels different and refreshing. I do get a little annoyed with the rockets, but I mean, I'm cool with it, Mm -hmm. and the game, like, the whole time you're playing it, like, I feel like it changes because, I mean, like, the first, like, however many set of hours you're fighting, like, normal brutes, and the next time around you're fighting, like, people that have rocket launchers and, like, these crazy powers, and the next time it's, like, a desolate city area, like, everything feels a little bit different. I just love how it changes and it keeps the game so refreshing. I can't give it enough praise, mm-hmm. and I'm so excited for Miles Morales because I can only imagine what it's gonna feel like.
0: It's going to be at least just as good. I, I, I hope
2: so. It's oh, I hope it's
0: an improvement. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna echo everything you said. Yeah, this game was just like phenomenal for me. Like, like it took it took it takes a lot of inspiration from the Arkham franchise, but it does a lot of that stuff in a way that like. Feels, like, really appeals to me. Like, I, I like the combat in Arkham, but, like, it does hit a point where you just have, like, 50 enemies around you that all have, like, a unique ability. Like, they have, like, a thing like, oh, I have an electric shield. Oh, I have this thing. And it just becomes, like, a chore of a puzzle to, like, figure out, like, how the hell am I gonna get rid through all these guys? But Spider-Man gives you so much freedom in the combat to, like, try so many different things. Because it's not just, like, punch them up and throw them up. Like, you got, like eight gadgets and they all do different things and was like okay that guy's annoying but what if i just like throw a sticky bomb on him and i just like tie him to a car <laughs> or something and i definitely felt like an improvement like not just like i was getting stronger but also like i was getting better at the game like i reached a point where i'm fighting 80 guys and not breaking a sweat and i can just like stay in the air for like a minute straight just like uppercut a dude fight him up throw him down find another guy just like launch him up to me and then just like stay up in the air just like punching him the story is great i love what they do with the villains like the progression of like doc ock was just like it's not supposed to be a surprise like the game's not trying to be like oh can you believe doc ock is doc ock all along but you feel like by the end of it you're like i understand this character i don't see him as like a real villain but like he's like, he's, he's in my way. Like, he's doing something bad, but I really feel for him. And the decision that they make you take, and I'm like, well, you don't take it. But, like, what happens at the end, you're just like, fuck. Like, this is so powerful. I was fucking, I genuinely cried at the end. I was just like, God, I can't believe this happened. But I can't say no. I can't say you did the wrong thing, Peter.
2: You gotta oh. drop an extra two for Peter. You just got it. Oh absolutely that was a tearjerker it was so good
0: i think i think the only downside was just like i loved the game so much i needed to 100 percent it and doing the 100 percenting of the game like getting that platinum gets a little annoying like fighting the 100th mob of like guys just like oh they stole a police car please help us you're like okay here we go again that kind of stuff, but that just cause, that's just because I put fifty hours in a ten hour game. Like that's not that's just to that just shows how good of a freaking game that is, if anything, mm-hmm. you know. That I just want to keep playing it so bad that I want to do all this shit. That's so repetitive.
1: Okay, cool. Uh, EJ, I'm you're
0: number one. I'm
3: just waiting for my man Frank Castle coming. Uh, my number one <laughs> is something I thought you were gonna say earlier, Carlos, but you didn't. My number one is, is Marvel, gonna Ultimate be Marvel Ultimate Alliance Two. Dose. Two, not one. No, not two. No, not one. Two. Two okay. was a good one. Two was the one with the thing where I could pick someone up and run <laughs> off screen with him and say, I got my dinner. And I thought it was the funniest thing in a, you know, middle school. It Looking was... back at it, it's still hilarious.
0: Yeah, this... <sighs> yeah, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance series, I wish I played the third one. But yeah, I had such a fond memory. I, I like both. I like both for different reasons. And yeah, two is just like really cool. It really polished it. I think it handled... The um the Civil War stuff pretty well yeah like connecting the things and like making you like choose a side was pretty cool uh the representation of the characters was pretty rad um it was cool that they actually had like they would pull out some like weird choices like uh like Songbird was in it like Iron Fist that was like my tradition Iron Fist and that became like one of my favorite comic book heroes because. Of seeing him in the game and then checking out his comics and stuff. Yeah. It was pretty rad. I love... uh, The combination attacks are awesome where you just, like... You can basically have any hero with any other hero and they will have, like, a unique... Unique... Uh... Like, special attack together. Like, if you... marks. mm Mm-hmm. Like, because they... Sometimes they repeat, but some have, like... Some of them have, like, specific ones. Like, Iron Man and... um. Iron Man and Captain America, you know, like, you blast, you shoot stuff off a shield, and then it reflects, and then it, like, hits everybody at once. Or you have, like, the thing pick up Wolverine and just, like, throw him, like, as hard as he can, and he just, like, shoots off, like, a bullet. Stuff like that. Or you just, like, have, like, I feel like Nightcrawler would just, like, get on someone's back, and they would just, like, teleport him around, and they would just, like, slash everything together. It was pretty rad. Uh, The thing that bothered me about that game was that they locked the unlockables because like in the first game you could just like use a cheat code and get everything and this game it's like oh if you want to play as the Hulk you have to like beat the game twice and I'm like man just let me be the Hulk let me just smash stuff like why you gotta put this weird wall like come on man but yeah pretty rad stuff it was so much fun playing with friends like you cannot play that game by yourself it is not worth it
3: you need at least one friend
0: at least one and you are those are hard hard to come by
3: yeah. Yeah, dude, I got
1: like none.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Oh,
0: sucks um, sucks to boy, suck, Bruce.
1: kid. I don't know what to tell you. Hours uh, of for honor later, I guess means.
0: All right, so we got through. Thing. We got through our favorite <laughs> games. The last thing I wanted to put in the discussion, which is kind of something we kind of talked about, is just like, what is like your dream, uh, superhero game? Like, what is the thing that you would love to see the most that you have not seen represented yet? And EJ, I think. I know that you want a Punisher game.
3: The, i played the PS2 one. There was a, was a Punisher game? There was. And it was actually a really good game. Okay. Uh. So, a hero I would like to see, but I know it's probably not going to happen. I want to
0: say... Just like I would, I Pipe saying, Dream. Just like Go Crazy. like Don't worry Moon about Knight. anything. Moon Knight. Okay.
3: I want to see a Moon Knight game, but there's only so much you can do. It's just going to be a Batman game.
0: It's like, yeah, he's basically Batman, but just, like, more grounded, and there's a lot more, yeah. like, mental stuff going on.
3: He's like a mythical, he's like a chosen warrior by this goddess. Like, the, by the moon, they chose this dude to break noses, But like, it's cool.
0: Is it is it, like, 100% that that's the case, or is it, like, I feel like, from the ones I've read, that it's kind of played with as, like, maybe it's all in his head, maybe he's full of shit, and he's just
3: well yeah because he lose he has his powers and then most of the story revolves about him trying to get back in favor because he's like man this moon god sucks and the moon god's like all right cool i'm taking your powers, and he's like wait i was joking so yeah that's how a lot of it goes
1: i think but it would yeah, be I mean, pretty
0: rad
3: you know what i'd like to see a new a new spawn game take back your knife was... spawn
0: okay no,
1: no don't do that that was mine
3: Alright, well, fine. I'll take that oh, Spawn. Alright, you,
0: right, you can both do Spawn. You can, like,
3: workshop the perfect no, Spawn game. You can't all change right. his mind. I need through. a new Punisher game.
0: Okay. But what is it about... Okay, but, like... Okay, I'm not too familiar with the Punisher, but it's, like, how do you make a Punisher game that stands out and not, like... I, I just, like, when you say that, I'm just, like, oh, it's a third-person shooter. Like...
3: Yeah, it can't be just a shooter. It could be a third-person because the first Punisher game on the PS2, he was, it was a shooter. It was more of a in-your-face kind of shooter. It, was, it wasn't it was like, you know, take cover and, you know, be boring. It was mm-hmm. like you were busting through doors with two pistols or something or a shotgun blowing dudes against the wall. And then the thing that was cool was like you'd interrogate people. It's like you'd be in a kitchen and you'd run like the blender and you'd take someone's hand and you'd like, oh, give me what I want to know. And you'd put his hand in the blender and you can't kill him <laughs> but you also can't mentally break them so you don't get useful information. You have to keep this bar somewhere in the middle. So like you'll like smash someone's hand in the windshield and then you have to do it to a point where he's still conscious and can give you
1: a good answer so you can learn what to do next. Jesus Christ. So (laughs) so hear me out. Just cause, but the Punisher. But he's not,
3: but he- he
2: I was was gonna say Max Payne, but- Max
3: Payne, Max Payne is a better example.
0: He doesn't have a. He doesn't have a. grappling hook and fly around. <laughs> I mean, you could very good. Uh,
3: grappling huh? hook. No,
0: I like feel we'd look Max kind of Payne. cheesy. Okay. Yeah, Max Payne was would like definitely work. It feels like an older,
3: work. an old like an older Frank Castle, like Max Payne three. Yeah, like a Max Payne three era Frank Castle, where what it's just him, them? like my knees hurt, and all these young kids need bullets in their chest, so I got to do a job. So. <laughs> All right, oh, I, I right. would,
0: I would, I would see that if it was more like if the focus was around the narrative and like really playing with the character, instead definitely, of just like,
3: yeah. definitely something character driven.
1: May, okay. Maybe like a like a Phantom Pain, like a Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain type.
3: Maybe. Whoa. No, 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 that's mm. a little too up. Because he's not, he's not, be quiet, he's not stealthy at all. He's not sneaky. Well, no, he's... he's still sneaky to a degree. To the point where he gets caught, and then he's
0: like, he's like my playthrough of Dishonored. He's like, I sneak until someone sees me, and
3: then I'm like, fuck it, guns out.
4: Yeah.
3: But he doesn't do, he never does a job where he doesn't know what he's doing. Mm -hmm. So, like, he's more of a Batman kind of character. If Batman, you know, had no qualms about putting a bullet in your skull.
4: Sure. So, so
3: Justice
0: League, Justice League Batman. Yeah, the 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 Sax one,
3: yeah Part or maybe the uh, uh,
1: Flashpoint Batman.
0: Oh yeah, all right. I mean, I play that. Uh, Tyler, so you wanted a spawn game?
1: I was yeah. I I would say it, like just a good because I don't know if there is one even, but the spawn character is so cool, and I feel like it's so hard to do a movie, even though that live action movie I guess has some love to it. Like there's some cult favoritism. You can but, play Spawn uh... Armageddon. Is there? Is I didn't even know that was a game. Like yeah, to Xbox era. It was is also it?
3: they had Spawn in a uh, Soul Calibur 2 because they uh, did Spawn have, Armageddon. Yeah. Spawn Armageddon came out around that time. And that was a way of advertising for the Xbox. That was actually fun. a pretty. That was like the best Spawn game you could probably play. Is spawn Armageddon. Yeah,
0: yeah, I remember seeing this. I played it. It, 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 pretty, it, it's, uh, it looks decent.
3: It's literally just a big bloody metal game of look at me. I got chains and guns and I kill demons. I mean, say, it, that sounds sick. Yeah, it's exactly what Spawn is.
1: Because, like, I was rewatching the uh, the animated cartoon, like the the old one.
3: The animated series.
1: Yeah, and it with was Keith motherfucking David. Dude, that was good. That was real good. But uh, I would say, if if not a Spawn game, then a Flash game for sure. Okay. Couldn't tell you how it would work. Don't even. We already talked about it. it. It's it's super hot, super
0: hot Flash.
1: All right, but
0: super hot. uh okay i'll go next um i think i don't know like i i can't think of like exact like the thing that keeps coming to mind because i have this thing of like my fantasy game because i really like experiences where you're like a little person in a big world like i like exploring like tiny environments so i want to make so i want an ant-man game
4: yeah, I want to just, like,
0: be in an environment and then just, like, all of a sudden, like, phew, shrink. And then, oh, and I just thought about this. Like, it could be, like, freaking Pikmin style where, like, because you can control, because Ant-Man, he can control ants. Or you can, like, talk to them and communicate mm-hmm. with them. So it would be cool if he could just, like, rally a group of ants and kind of, like, turn it to like, a real-time strategy thing where you're just, like, launching ants in like a direction to like do a task for you it's like oh there's a bunch of other creatures you build a, bridge you launch ants at them.
3: Yeah. Rally a bunch of ants and when i'm fighting in like a, a bank or something i'm gonna rally a <laughs> bunch of ants to crawl up a dude's leg yeah biting this dude exactly and just mess his leg up and make him itch for the next year
0: <laughs> yeah just like really messing like getting inside electronics and just like effing them up that way I just think like there's a lot of potential for that. I think it would be really tricky to create an environment and then all of a sudden make it so detailed it that it down. works as like tiny and but I don't know. I, I think it could work. I think you could do that. Uh, yeah, with with, with like,
1: possible. with today, yeah, for sure.
0: There just there just aren't enough games that really hit my scratch it, my you itch. you
1: say that, Carlos, that's my itch. I need that. that.
0: To. I need I need scratching. Uh, uh, I
1: love Ant Man. That
0: it's them ants. They're crawling on me. Uh, Malachi, what's your dream game, or is it Spider-Man PS4? Static
2: Shock. Oh, yo,
0: yo! yo.
2: Sitting there in the corner, just brewing this idea. You? <laughs> it was like, I was like, "Let it be my turn. Let it be my turn. Let's go." And I was thinking about, I was like, "Who? I was like, who did I look up to all the time?'" And I was like, "Well, before Spider-Man, I was a big fan of Static Shock." Aesthetic I was Shock like, was I, was love, sick. "I love, I love." Love people of color in superhero movies. And I was like, Static Shock has not gotten his limelight, and I feel like a Static Shock game, because I feel like it would, it would draw interest because so many people that are our age love Static Shock, and yeah. there's never been like a good representation of him. Yes. And I feel like a game would be like the perfect point to do that.
0: Yeah, Static Shock it. is like a character like people don't talk about him, but I feel like if you just bring it up, you were just like yo static shock everyone would be like yeah i love that show everyone loves that show everyone watched wb kids as a kid and was like yeah okay but in this game is there that is there a scene where you find uh Shaq and yao ming and uh was it vince carter or whatever <laughs> and they have this they have their power ranger outfits <laughs>
2: I want it all. I want them to go through like racism. I want them to go through like I want him to go to his best friend's house and, and oh, his dad's a big old racist. Exactly. I want them Ooh. to go through interracial dating. I want them to go through everything. Like I feel like it would all like it would make for such a good story.
0: Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I think it would be you know because that's like especially like with how everything is right now like there are no superhero games where you're like where the cops aren't your best friend essentially like like even mm-hmm. spider-man as much as i love him he sure loves them cops uh and, I, and like it would be cool if there was like you know like a scene where like static shock like you're like starting out and you're like stop your first bad guy and then like the cops give you shit and you're like what the fuck dude i just i just like stop the bank
2: robbery why are you being an asshole Like what if they put static shock in jail just for the hell of it and that's like that's how the game starts you're like you're probably wondering how i got here (laughs) yep that's me (laughs) okay yes static shock that's a great answer that's a lovely game
0: um all right that that's the show that's that is that was a really fun topic i had a great time talking about superheroes learning about a whole bunch of stuff seeing what what we want what we loved And now we just get to the final segment, which is the bonus objective. So, you know, I want everybody to just bring like a little piece of something that's not video game related that you want to give a shout out to. It can be an idea. It could be a movie, a TV show, a book, just something that you really want to be like, hey, you guys should really check this out. I think it's really cool. And I'll get us started. I got a pretty good one. Um, Because we've been talking so much about superheroes and... Like, comic books are a pretty good way to get into them, obviously. But it's hard to, like, find a way to, like, get into comic books. And the easiest way, and that's how I'm getting into them right now, is the public library. So everybody who listens to this, most people, you know, you live in the States. You live in a county. You probably have a county library. You could just, like, very easily, like, sign up for a card. And then you, with that card, you can, like, check out, like, physical books but you can also like look up digital books there's like an app called overdrive and there's one also called hoopla and they do the same thing and you can literally like yeah and you can just like almost any comic book that's been digitalized you can just like look it up and you can like rent i think you can rent like 10 things a month and so you can rent like 10 issues or like one issue could just be like the entire Court of Owls or like the entire Batman Long Halloween. And that's like an amazing read. And you're doing it for free. Like it's such an awesome deal. And if you're trying to get into uh, comic books, because they can get really expensive. Like this is the number one way to do it. So that's my shout out. The library card and Overdrive.
2: To go along with that, with the library card, you can also download Canopy which Mm -hmm. does the exact same thing. You get to watch movies for free with your library card, and they have different things varying from, like, critically acclaimed international films, really popular films here. They have documentaries, which I think is really cool, and it's free. You get, like, five movies, I think, a month. Yep. And it's just a free way to watch movies that you probably wouldn't find other places. So definitely go along with Canopy.
0: Literally for 10 years or so, I had been, like, trying to find a way to watch Seven Samurai. And like I couldn't find it anywhere. Like it would have to, I would have to like pirate it or something, and it'd be like a really crappy looking version. And I don't really like pirating because it's just a hassle. But like it was right on Canopy. It was just like, here you go, here's Seven Samurai. You can just borrow it. And I was like, what? And I just like sat down, and I pulled out my iPad, and I just watched all of Seven Samurai, and it was awesome. It was a great fucking movie. Uh, is that your bonus objective, or for sure is that something else? Okay, uh, Tyler, what's
1: your bonus objective? Um. Well, it's been pretty hard recently to do anything other than like the occasional video game with the, the move going on. So, but uh, I'd just like to do a shout out to life. Everybody just. Uh, okay, Edwin, is.
0: Uh, what is your bonus objective? Sorry, <laughs> we only have three, three this week. So,
3: sorry, apologies, guys. I uh, want more. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mine is. I, for some reason, have been getting really big into art. Not drawing it, but appreciating art that other people have done. And uh, I found a really good guy who does really cool-ass art,
4: mm-hmm.
3: mainly of comic books and superheroes. But a lot of his artwork, the design and everything about it, I, I love. And his name is Marcus the Visual. Mm. And he does some amazing work. He's done Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He'll do Storm. He'll do original characters. Uh, he'll just do things he's seen. He did this really good one of Miles Morales. He did it a few while back. I don't know if I can share it somehow or what, but ever since I saw it, I fell in love with it. He does amazing artwork. I recommend it to literally anybody. Find okay. an artist, support your artist. They do amazing work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if there's, I mean, you know, the world is kind of shit right now. And a lot of bad things have happened but one glim of something cool that happened is that um with the black lives matter movement there's been like a lot of push to like show like some like talented black artists out there in the world and there's like there was like a hashtag at one point called like drawing while black and like so many like cool artists just like came up on my feed and i'm like man these people are amazing like i i, I ran into like a guy named like kino Not, this girl named, like, Sozomaika, and they all just do, like, beautiful art, like, of all sorts of things, and, like, I'm just, like, eating out of it. I'm just, like, I love being exposed to, like, new art and being able to appreciate, like, how people can just, like, express themselves with the same medium, but in so many different ways. And so, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Uh, All right, so that's pretty... So that's three pretty good bonus objectives.
2: Uh, (laughs) Shout out to... So, shout out to life, life. come yeah. on man just like
1: sometimes you just uh, yeah okay so thank you
0: for listening guys we really appreciate it um, <laughs> if you like the episode um, make sure to give us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts you can give us a five star tell us what you think if you have some feedback if you have some questions if you want to share your backlog and that how that's going on you can send us an email at battlethebacklog@gmail.com at gmail.com uh, any sort of way like that um, so yeah, if you like it, make sure to tell your friends. Look forward to a new episode in the near future. Uh, thank you to Tyler. Thank you to my my guests, Alakai and EJ. Thank you for coming along. Uh, yeah. We, we <laughs> yeah. hope to have uh, an awesome episode coming for you next time. Me and Tyler are planning on a bonus series going on where we're going to play through all of the uncharted games together one by one just like catalog our feelings through each one individually and see how the franchise evolves so look forward to that um so yeah have a great day and we'll see you next time
3: How the black lightning series started on wb oh my god <coughs> that it? show is so i don't want to get into a i was only watched huge. one yeah, episode we're by it. It was yeah we're not so... gonna talk about it hey, everyone dude. cut this part out the cut this part hey carlos cut this whole part what did i bring up Malachi? Hey, cut <laughs> it cut...
0: <laughs> who's that man i ain't heard of him
3: i don't know I don't... him, <laughs> <I> don't
4: know <laughs> him. <laughs> sorry this man i don't know him <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>